Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Rude and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I felt what it was like to be a normal person for five minutes. Because I had like two or three chips. I said, yeah, they were fine. And that I didn't touch the bag the rest of the time. And she says, why can't you do that with the rest of the chips? I don't know why. Those have a different pull on you than uh, these queso ruffles. If I could answer why, I wouldn't be lactating right now, woman. Clearly, I don't know why. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavaka, dude! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Whoopah! Watch your profanity! Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! Yay! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We've got a big program today. Degenerate T-Bone at 448. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Tool of the week. Excited about it. In the 5 o'clock hour, send in your Twitter tools now, at Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Huge prizes. Huge. I'm sure they're the biggest prizes we've ever given away. Let me see what we have. Or, or, Or they're just really good prizes. They're free things. That that also could be good. You know the thing we uh, we gave out last week for Tool of the Week? The muscle relaxer? And the week, no. Oh. And the week before that. Oh. It's the same. Oh, good. It's the uh, Conrad's it's $50 gift card. Yeah. Now, they, they may, I don't know, they may sell Ohio State-themed Dildaroonies I have, there. I have no idea what they sell there. I don't even know. I mean, you could use the 50 Listen, credit on anything. I want to tell you something, Mike. What I know about Conrad's, they are your Buckeye State store. State! Like, you got to yell state because it's a Buckeye State store. Stuff for the Buckeye State. That's what they are. Oh, that's right. Calm down. We can't say what they actually Calm down. All right. Even though everyone on the planet who, like, follows Ohio State knows everything about all that. You're Send right. in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Buckeye State Store. Yeah, hmm. that one's free. Conrad's. <laughs> hey, there you go. Conrad's. How's your water taste? I just want to whisper. Conrad whispering on the radio. They great used, for ratings. That's their thing. They used to do that. I don't know if they still do that, but they did. Uh, Guardians and Twins will go tonight in Minnesota. Carl Willis will manage. Uh, Reds win again. I'm very uncomfortable with this development, Teddy. Teddy's they beat not. the Pirates. Teddy walked in mm-hmm. here. I was uncomfortable with his presence because he just walked in with no pants on. <laughs> That's right. Well, like, I mean, he had a parka upstairs for some reason, but nothing on downstairs. You know who you should be excited about, Teddy? David Bell? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever since you fired him, he's been doing pretty yeah. great. That's because I fired him. You fired him, but he doesn't know it. And he's he's managing like a man who's been fired now. You know who I like, Teddy? Who? Tyler Stevenson. He is good. He is a mang. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah. I shall keep him. Oh, good. Well, you you can't keep him. I'm going to take him. <laughs> I'm going to take him. <laughs> he's the only thing good on the Reds. You know who's not going to keep him? The Reds. 
because they're owned oh, by the Castellinis. <laughs> that's who's not going That's to keep trade them. Yeah, it's exactly right. Hey, stock's high now. Yeah, yeah. What's he hitting three forty? Perfect, yeah. Perfect time to trade him. That's He's what just I say. A big hulking guy. He is, yeah, mm. He's huge. Pride of Kennesaw, Georgia. Is that right? Yeah. Big old Southern stick coming up there to wallop some baseballs over the fence. Uh, same two teams again tonight. NFL schedules are officially out. We had all the leaks yesterday and the last couple weeks, but last night, eight o'clock, it officially launched. It went down. What we do you want? It. You want Bengals or Browns? I have both ready to go. We'll do whichever one. Let's let's, let's start do the with one the, that's let's better. The, the good team. Let's do yeah, the one that went that. to the Super Bowl. How I about think that's that? That's good. Yeah. Sunday, September eleventh, home against Pittsburgh, one o'clock to start the season. Mm-hmm. Good game to start with. Win. Oh, are, are we doing? We doing are we, sure. I don't know if we're doing yeah, it. I just thought do, I'd do let's it. Let's be sports radio guys today. Shall win. Win. I'm giving a win. Today. Week number two. Sunday, September 18th at Dallas, 425 win. on the CBS. Win. Oh, yeah, it's Teddy's, a win. Teddy's pointing Teddy's thumbs like, down. Teddy's like, oh, hell no. Ted's, it's going to be a tough game. Teddy, come on. That's a tough game. That's not tough. Oh, Jerry's going to be out there. Bengals won like 10 games last year. Yeah, and this is going to be one of the ones they win this year. I'm going to beat give, your I'm Cowboys. I'm giving them a loss. Cowboys, what did the Cowboys win last year? How many games they win last year? It's a year? tough like, road game. 12 or something. Yeah. Yeah. And what division they play in? The weakest division in the in the entire NFL. So I, there you I go, can Ted. see where this is going for Bone. <laughs> Bone's going to pick wins for every, <laughs> every game. Yeah. Well, who's next? Hold on. Who's next, Mike? What do you want me to do with the Bengals I, in this game? I gave him a loss. I, okay, fine. Give him a loss at Dallas. Hater. Week three. At the Jets. Well, probably, you know what? They're One probably, o'clock on CBS. Probably baby face, smush face, whatever we're calling goofball face over there, their quarterback. They're probably going to win. win. So you know what? Give, give the Bengals a loss there because you're just so down on the Bengals now. I hate your face. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. camping and get eaten by a cougar. <laughs> I got them 3-0, and oh, baby. I, I just right. Bengals fans, for the record, I have you 3-0 and oh on this schedule. Some other haters in this studio do not. Okay. Uh, week four, Thursday night, mm. September 29th, home against the Dolphins. Win. Well, two is, I mean, two is throwing rockets out there. He's going to be so good. That's, uh, that's Herbie. That's a Herbie game. Oh, that is. That's a prime video game. Herbie's going to be prime in the video. Natty. Yeah. You know what that means. I do know what Afterwards, that Afterwards, butt cracky massage. <laughs> I was just going to ask if he was. Giving or receiving, but you know what? I'm going to leave oh, that alone. He's I'm just going to leave that alone. He's given. All right, so four and zero oh for the Bengals. I got, I I got him three and one. I'm a hating ass hater. I yeah, got you are three hating ass hater. What a piece of crap! All right, I'll give him a loss on the next one. I think that's. I think that's a week five at Baltimore, Sunday, October 9th. That's a this tough is, This is Sunday night. Yeah. This is Sunday night on the NBC at Baltimore. Tough one on the road. I'm going to say that's a loss. Not because I don't believe in him. I'm just wow, saying. What a hater you are. Tough one. Week 6, Sunday, October 16th, at New Orleans, 1 o'clock on CBS. Win. Win. Who's playing quarterback for New Orleans? Your guy, Crab Legs. Oh, yeah. Jameis is still there. Uh Uh-huh. Good. And they do have a billion. If if Drew Brees. Some great wide receivers, but. If Drew Brees gets his way for 10 to 15 snaps, Taysom Hill. I, I know. He loves Taysom Hill. He loves him. I think we know where all the, like. Leaks were coming when Taysom Hill was like, he could be their quarterback of the future. That was just Drew Brees calling up media guys and be like, I got to tell you, this Taysom Hill is my guy. And they were like, well, if Drew Brees said it, I got to put that out there. So that's that's now we know how that went. Week 7, Sunday, October 23rd, home against the Falcons, 1 o'clock on Fox. Win. Win. 
When? Starting quarterback for the Falcons, by the way. Mm. Marcus Mariota. Yeah, that's Bad. that's going to be a win. Should be. Monday night football, Halloween at the Browns. Monday night football. There will be a guy who is going to be playing quarterback for the Browns whose name will be LaShawn Dotson. He is a he will be just a new guy they sign out of nowhere because their their main quarterback will still be serving his eight game suspension, is my guess, on that night. But uh if if not LaShawn Watson is their quarterback and they actually do have Deshaun Watson playing quarterback, then that's a tougher game for Cincinnati, right? If it's still suspended Deshaun Watson playing Let, quarterback. Let's assume then, let's assume it's Deshaun Watson who's playing quarterback. I mean, I feel like that's a that's I'd give it to the home team. Eh, eh, eh. What a hate! I was going to give the Bengals a victory. What a hater you are! I mean, what a homer, Brownie boy! If you want to go look and see who beat them last year two times, Mm. two times. I like how we switched roles in the last three minutes. I didn't. I didn't think Dallas was going to be as good as you know the defending AFC champs, but I did point out that the Browns beat them twice with you know Gimpy Legs Magoof over there. So yeah. Now, if they have a real. That was before they hit their stride. I didn't know year to year made a difference, but okay. It does. Okay. It does. I'm going to give them a loss. That's fine. Well, I think we're still about even here, right? I'm going to give them a win. You're going to give them a loss. Yeah, whatever. Right. Uh, Week nine, Sunday, November 6th, home against Carolina. Win. Yep. That is one o'clock on Fox. Then it's the bye week. Win. Win the they're going to win the bye week. Win they're the not going to get distracted. They're not going to have anything happen. But cracky bye. They're going to all stay locked in, watch a bunch of film, not take any vacations. They're going to win the bye week. Yep. I also just want to let everybody know that I, too, am nauseated by this segment. But we're going to do another one because <laughs> we got the Brown schedule coming up. Hey, I'm trying to get into this schedule, man. I mean, we just had a month of build up to it. And now for five minutes, I can't take a look at it and say, loss, we're win, do- we're doing win, it. loss. We are doing the thing that every sports radio station across the country is doing mm. today. Okay. I hope you're happy. All right, fine. But you know what? I'm doing it and rubbing my nipples. If you're oh, watching on fan TV, why? you can see it. Why did you add that part? Because I want to be different. I, oh, oh. Yeah, because when they're the going down shows. the Patriots schedule on EEI today, in between N words, oh, I don't think they're, they're rubbing their nipples. <laughs> All right, mm. week eleven. Mm. Man, my nipples hard now. Sunday, November twentieth. Good lord, at Pittsburgh. This is Sunday night. I don't believe in Pittsburgh at all. Win. Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, it's a tough environment you to think, go there on Sunday that's night. Fine. But you think old Mitchell's getting it done against Joe Burrow? No, it's not Mitchell. Who's tiny hands? Oh, that's right. At they this got, point I in week 11, that's it's the Kenny right. Pickett Kenny show. Pickett show. Yes. That's right. And he is going to be like, it's going to be like watching two little Barbie doll arms sticking out of his jersey. He's going to have normal size human body and two little Barbie doll arms trying to throw a real Plus, football. Plus, late November? Oh, it'll that's be slipping be out of his hand. You got to no, move seven, that game to the Hoosier Dome. Seven, <laughs> well, they don't have Heinz Field winterized, Mike. I don't know if you know that. It's not winterized, even though it's off the I same just meant for his hands. Oh, just for I, hands. Yeah, I'm okay. not talking about the stadium. Just his no, hands are going to be too cold. He it's can't on grip the, the ball. It's on the same freeway as Columbus is, but they don't have it winterized, just like Ohio Stadium. We can't play winter games. There. Week 12, Sunday, November 27th at Tennessee, 1 o'clock on CBS. I could see that being a tough game. Well, I could see it being a little bit of a playoff, you know what? playoff rematch. Sure. And I think they're. I think Tennessee's going to be hungry there. We'll, ready to we'll go. give them a loss. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They can't win them all, Bone. No, they can't. That's right. Week 13, Sunday, December 4th, home against Kansas City. This is 425 on CBS. 
Rematch again, right? Yeah. You got a lot of playoff rematches here because you got some good teams you're playing. I'm going to say... Uh, loss. Loss, yeah. Tough. Uh, week 14, this Sunday, one, December 11th. This is a win. Home against Cleveland, this 1 o'clock on CBS. They get the win at home. All right. I'm going to say I say they split. Okay. I say they sweep. Okay, fine. Week 15, Sunday, December 18th at Tampa Bay. 425 on CBS. Tough very, one. Very tough again. Be uh, sticky down there. You know what, though? I feel like this is one they get. I feel like I feel like they will be have they will have gone through the the everybody believes in us and then they lose some weird games. They'll get through it. They'll win this Tampa game. They'll right. win on the you road. Know, I believe I believe you. Bengals will win on the road at right. Tampa. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh week sixteen, Christmas Eve at New England, one o'clock CBS. And then win. They, I don't and believe they, in the Patriots. Win. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Monday night, home against Buffalo. That's, uh, that's tough. I feel like Buffalo gets you. And then that's the panic sets in of like, wait, we just we just went and beat Tampa Tom Brady. We just went to Foxborough and beat yeah, Bill Belichick. And then loss. Buffalo, yeah. That's a real tough stretch there between basically Thanksgiving to New Year's. That's that's some pretty tough. Uh, what? That too. Tough it's sledding? Tough, tough sledding. There tough you go. Going. That's right. All right, last week of the season, Sunday, January 8th, home against Baltimore. Time to be determined. I'm going to give them a win. Yeah, they win the the home game there, so they split with Baltimore. I feel like that makes sense. All right, what did we what did we give them? You were right. You've been marking. I'm just saying win loss, tiny hands. I've just been commenting. I You've got been five losses. What does that mean now? Because I 12, 12, 12, 12, 12 and five, five, right? Seventeen games. Twelve and five. Some yeah. All right. I, yeah, it'll take that. 12, 12 wins. That's season. good. Yeah, that's a that's a rough schedule in the second half of the season. So you better get it early. Can't right. over, can't overlook Dallas week two. I know you want to because they're trash. Right, Ted? That's what you were saying earlier in the show. You were just like, man, Dallas, they suck. Can't overlook them. Can't overlook Dallas on the road. No, no, no. (laughs) Teddy's rubbing his nipples over there. All right, Brownie schedule next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for an oil spill on Stringtown Road, affecting both directions of travel between 71 and Jackpot Road. You also have a crash on U.S. 33 eastbound at Pickerington Road, causing slow traffic from Amanda Northern Road, so you can expect delays there. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Arden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. And Jeff Booth is getting bold I like with these it, weather reports where it's like he's ready to play a song like, hey, I like it. 82. Oh, you my know. My personal favorite. 
It's well for the weather guys, right? This has got to be for weather guys and gals. You just had a week where most weather people, I feel like, you know, they look forward to the big events. Now, I'm not saying they're looking for disasters and destruction, but I am saying when there's a storm brewing, they've got a lot more to do, right? I assume the San Diego weather person doesn't have a lot to do every day because it's like, well, here you go. 78 degrees and sunny, low humidity. Get out there, open your windows up. Like every day in San Diego is open your windows day, right? I assume that weeks like this, the weather people are just sitting back there going, well, what do you want us to do? There's no warnings. There's no, there's no, no, I understand. Aware but it was just things. sort of the way that he said it. Let me tell you about a little thing called 82. Hey, my man. personal favorite. Let's hear a little ditty. This is uh, Who Will Save Your Soul by Jewel. And it's 82 degrees and partly cloudy today. Make sure to open up your windows, you rat bastard. Yeah, work that one in. Work in Rat Bastard in your next update, Jeff. Let's see that one happen. Let's go. Don't let Barracy beat you to it, because she'll do it. Ashley Barracy will do whatever. She's fine. She'll go right on there and say When's Ashley's update? Is it next? I think she's next time, yeah. They change at the uh, next hour. Do me a favor, Teddy. Walk back there. Talk to Ashley. Okay. Yeah, and talk, tell her she needs to, to work our, in Rat Bastard. Talk to our chief meteorologist and say, if you don't mind, when you get a second, if you could just, as you're talking about the weather today, if you could work in Rat Bastard, we'd really like that. Okay. Let's talk sure. about rats that have dads that are not around. That's what we're looking for. If you could get into that, <laughs> we really want to go down that pathway. Because, <laughs> you know, the rats with stable families do so much better than the rats where it's just well, a single, that's just single common rat sense, parent home. Bone. I know. Right. Of course. You don't want a latchkey rat just running around the neighborhood without any parental supervision. Call someone a rat? Isn't that bad enough? You're like, no. not only are you a rat, you had no dad either. It's like, why? That's so much. What? That's unnecessary. Well, back in the day, it was, hey, you dirty rat. You know, then that yeah. just became like, oh, I'm a dirty rat. No, you're a rat bastard. That's ah, what you are. I see. Yeah, that's then that's the next level. Over time, people just sort of get used to one saying. Yeah, you got to right. hit them with another you gotta, one. You got to come up with something else. Brown schedule. You ready? Mm-hmm. Sunday, September 11th at Carolina, one o'clock on CBS. This was good. I'm telling you right now. The NFL, when they were putting up their schedules, I bet they had this done around the time of the draft. And they were looking at, you know, Baker goes to Carolina. They're, Carolina's in there. Oh, you're saying they teams. set this up for drama purposes. I think they put this week one because uh, let's say they had it week one or like, I don't know, week 12. Just the middle of the season game. I bet the NFL schedule makers, when they were looking at, we got these two options left. If they did... I'm guessing they were finalizing this around the time where it was still a possibility Baker was going to go to Carolina. I bet they thought, you know what, let's throw it in week one just in case. Well, maybe. Because that'd be, a, that'd be an interesting storyline for the Browns. with And with Carolina, Baker might be playing his old team if that's where he goes and he wins the job. That didn't all happen, but that's the theory I'm going with on this game. I think we should establish something. I think for the purposes of predicting the schedule, we should say that Deshaun Watson is suspended for the first four games of the season. It obviously right. may be more than that. It may be less. But just going through this schedule, I don't want to go every single game and say, well, if he's playing, they no, win. No, no, no. But if let's he's assume... not playing, they lose. Let's assume first four games of the season, he's not there. Yeah. And it's Jacoby Brissett. 
Um, even with Jacoby Brissett, I hate Carolina. I'm going to say the Browns go on the road, win that game. I think the, I think you're right. They'll win that game. I agree with you. All right, week two, Sunday, September 18th, home against the Jets. Win. Win. Yeah. Soften them up for the Bengals. Because then the Bengals get them in week three. No. It's not the Bengals week three. It's not? No, New York. No, no, I'm saying the Jets. Oh, they, oh, oh The Jets yes. play the Browns and Bengals back to back. Yes, you're right. Yeah, so I'm saying Bengals are week three with the Jets. Browns are week two. Week three, Thursday night football, home against the Berg. This, I, I, if you could tell me who's going to be playing quarterback well, for both of these teams, we I know, know who's going to be playing. I know. In this scenario, we're saying it's Jacoby Brissett yes. versus. I still think they win. You think it's, this schedule you think it's is, Mitch to start off the season then for Pittsburgh? Yes. You don't At think this point, yes. it wins it. All right. It doesn't matter. No, okay. Doesn't I'm matter. saying soft schedule for the Brownies, even without Deshaun Watson, they're 3-0. and and I feel like that Pittsburgh. I'll, I'll we'll go three and zero. I just feel like that Pittsburgh defense is going to be tough, and they're going to do something to this Browns team, and I'm going to hate it. But yeah, fine. We'll take the win right now. Sure. Week four, for the basis of this argument, this is the final game for Jacoby Brissett. Sunday, October second, at Atlanta, one o'clock CBS. I hate the Falcons. I think they're one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. I say the Browns start four and zero, even with their backup quarterback. I'd like to believe that. I'll, I'll take the 4-0. I think it's probably more likely, if if it is four games for Deshaun Watson, I think it's at least 3-1, and one, if not 2-2. Two and two. Well, the schedule, you got kissed with this. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. And I think maybe there's something to that, too, where maybe the NFL schedule makers are like, you know what, let's not put all their big games right there at the beginning of the season because we'd like to have yeah, some matchups. The NFL's possibly. known for bending over backwards for the Browns. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying they want good matchups. They want, to, they want to get as many good matchups as they can so that their TV partners have options down the road to flex. All right. I don't know why I did that that's on flex because that doesn't fit, but flex. Anyway, yeah, that's that works out well. If it is a four-game suspension, there's a good chance the Browns come through that above 500. All right, week five, Deshaun Watson, he's back We're for saying this. he's back for this game. Sunday, October 9th, home against the Chargers, 1 o'clock on CBS. This was the shootout game last year yeah. that the Browns lost in Los Angeles. Guess what they don't do this time? You think they win? They Well, we're assuming Deshaun Watson for this game. I say they win this game. He comes out and looks amazing in this game. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. 5-0. and oh. mm-hmm. Week 6, Sunday, October 16th, home against New England, 1 o'clock CBS. I don't believe in the Patriots. Win. Okay, yeah. All right. 6-0. and oh. I was going to... I was Stop gonna thinking a, about it. Let's all right, go. fine. Week 7, Sunday, October 23rd, at Baltimore, 1 o'clock CBS. Loss. Okay. Right, I mean they got to they, they got to pick a loss all. somewhere. Yeah, week eight, Halloween. We already did this versus Cincinnati, and we said the this is well, Monday night. We split on this, right? Because I think I said the Browns would win this, or no? Uh, who cares? Yeah, you you had the Browns this, winning this game. Yeah, I had, right. the had the Bengals winning this game. So I'm giving them a loss. You can give them okay, a win. Fine. Then it's the bye week for week nine. Oh, we got to hit a break. Man, sorry. Too much time talking about weather. Well, that's our bad. We're gonna. I think that's our good. Okay, well, whatever. I'm just because, saying. Because of us, Ashley Barrissey's going to come on and drop a rat bastard. Because of us. Do you know if she did that, I, I would pass out. I she's would, not going to do I it. I would be incapacitated. Not, you want to know why she's not going to do it? Because she's a professional. Yes. That's why. Unlike us. Because we're just playing professional here. We're not. No, we're not professional. We're pretending. There's no way she would do it. We're that. little kids dressing up in dad's clothes. That's what we're doing. Yep. That's right. And we'll finish going through this schedule, and then we'll start the show for real. 
Oh, for coming real. up next. Good. Because I don't know what this is. Common Man know. and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Look out for a crash on US 33 eastbound at Pickerington Road. It's causing slow traffic from Amanda Northern Road. And you have a crash on Stelzer Road at 670. Some slow traffic as well. Southbound 71 between 5th Avenue and East Broad. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand is changing the way people live with their pets. Experienced professionals provide pets independence to play outside while providing you confidence they're secure. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more Invisible Fence brand. Surround your pets with care. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Found out some news on our weather situation here what where we were you know previously talking about how we wanted jeff booth to use the term rat bastard in a weather update and then we realized it's ashley barrissey's turn to take over the updates because he just did his last one this hour why can't she do it well apparently she's not in ted right it's someone who, oh, she's who's off today in, who's in for ashley nice. mckenzie bart must be nice okay, to McKenzie have a three-day weekend ashley well you know what she probably yeah it is nice. Thanks for noticing. She's the chief meteorologist. Can you, we have Mackenzie say rat bastard? I don't think we need to have. I well, you know what? It's up to it's up to each individual. Well, you know what though? That's not fair. I'm because saying Jeff is the only one who keeps coming on here and going like, "I'm a fire." Well, the it's other like, thing, right. Ashley's also the boss. Yeah, that's She's true. She's the chief meteorologist, right? So if she drops a rat bastard, what are they going to do about it? Let's call it an RB from now on. Drop it an RB, right? I thought you meant roast beef for a second. I got excited. I'm just saying, yeah, I don't know. Just saying rat bastard. RB, you get it, right? Also work roast beef into the weather update. (laughs) I'll tell you, today's a perfect day to sit outside, open up the windows, and have a roast beef sandwich. That You know what? That is actually more applicable to my needs and wants. Is, Is it a good day to have a roast beef? The answer, though, is yes. It's all for me. It's always a good day to have some roast beef because I like roast beef. Get yourself a French dip. I'm a fan. <laughs> right. So old Booth could get in there, and I'm I'm just saying I don't want to make all the other weather people here feel like they have to live up to what Booth's doing because he's going in there and he's really slanging it when he gets to the fan part. That that's why I thought he might be edgy enough to go with the RB in some part of his update. But stop saying RB. You're making no, me no, hungry. No, the 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 R Oh, speaking of RBs. B. I told you about the dumbest argument ever that a that a husband and wife has ever had. Yes, where last When my wife was offended with me because I told her she was too old to be sex trafficked. <laughs> that's a that's a very interesting debate. If you missed that earlier in the week, it's on the podcast. Go subscribe now. It's right there. We had the second dumbest argument today. 
What was that? We were talking about Arby's. Okay. And I say, you know, I'm in the mood for one of those French dip sandwiches mm-hmm. from Arby's. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious. You know, that's not real. Eyes you. Who cares? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're not take, They're not roasting the big piece of meat there and using the actual pan drippings. I'm sure it's a mix that they put together with water. I get it. But she was offended by this, and I was offended that she was offended. <laughs> right. It's yes. a fast food sandwich. Right. I mean, I, I don't mean to jump into the middle of your argument, but if I, I, I mean, I am going to You say, should, and declare me the winner. Well, here's, right, because I, I might have, if if I were in that argument, I might have brought back, when you go to a nice little restaurant down in the heart of Mexico, and you say, can I please have some of your nacho fries? Are they going to say, oh, yes, coming right up. You mean one of our native dishes? Or are they going to say... We don't typically serve nacho fries. Could you explain what that is to me? But I know she's a fan of the nacho fries at Taco Bell. She loves Bell, the nacho fries. But you would never dream of saying like, hey, that's not real Mexican food. I just want you to know that. They don't have nacho you fries. You know that cheese they put on the nacho fries? Not real cheese. Powdered cheese. Imitation cheese. <laughs> that's what it was. You know that's not real as you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> it's a salty, delicious, gravy-like slurry that I can dip my sandwich in. What's the problem? I, I'll say Why this. don't we have dipping cups for every fast food sandwich? I, I appreciate to take her side. Don't you dare. No, I appreciate that she's trying to save you from eating something disappointing. I think that's probably eating where this... Some, I've had 150 of those sandwiches in the last six months. You're right. Then never mind. Because I, I was thinking maybe if she, if you had never expressed this to her and she's like, oh, you like that? But I thought you like, you know... You make a lot of high quality food for us. You'd like to go to these very nice places to eat. You should probably know that's not real au jus. Oh, stop. And then, and then you were my like, mother was no, like I don't this because my mother loves Reuben sandwiches. Okay. So I said, Hey, you know, Arby's has a Reuben. You should go. And so she went and I said, Hey, how was a, how'd you like the Arby's Reuben? Reuben? It was fine. I've had better Reuben's. Yeah. But have you had better Reuben's in one minute when they throw it out the drive through? Right. You? How yeah, many I'm of sure those places? In yeah. a sit down restaurant, you've had better Reuben's, but that's, you shouldn't be comparing it to that. Oh, trust me. This is this is how I know I'm not a foodie. I make a lot of my eating decisions based on whether or not your restaurant has an app. Like if I can order my food without it's, it's talking to you, use. That's if exactly I can punch right. in the app and then just hit a button and I pay for it all and then I show up to a window and I'm like 42 or whatever my order number is and they're just like, oh, here you go. Then that's done. I'd rather do that than a place that's like, well, this is a better burger but they don't have an app for you. They don't care. They, you've got to actually talk to someone. No, thanks. I'd rather just do the app. All right. Rest of the Brown schedule. So we left off. Week nine's the bye week. Week 10, Sunday, November 13th at Miami, 1 o'clock CBS. Win. Yeah. By the way, we've, we've assumed Deshaun Watson has a four-game suspension in this season because there's no way to predict these games if you don't assume something with that. Correct. We think he's got some suspension. We're going with four games. That's where we Do you disagree it. with my win? No. I agree with Miami right. and Deshaun week Watson. Week 11. Sunday, November twentieth at Buffalo, one o'clock CBS. Uh, Buffalo, I'm going to just say is undefeated. Awesome. I don't, I don't see them losing any games. I'm sure they well, will. They will, but but I'm you not, know what I mean. I'm picking, I'm picking them to beat both the Bengals and the Browns. Week twelve, Sunday, November twenty seventh, home against Tampa Bay, one o'clock on mm. Fox. Ooh, that's a that's a dicey one, right? I think, I think you know win. what, Browns at home, yeah, win. Which means I've also picked the Browns to and the Bengals to both beat Tampa Bay. Okay, so I'm well, fading. I'm fading old Tampa Tom down there. Week thirteen, 
Sunday, December 4th. Oh, the homecoming. At Houston. The homecoming. One o'clock on CBS. This is Davis Mills and listen, Lovey Smith's beard. You may be tempted to say that Deshaun Watson will win this game. I am tempted, and I'm doing it. I'm just saying, yeah, you, you're right. I was going to say, where are you going with no, this? No, you may be, you're maybe you're tempted, and you're right. You know that the Texans aren't realize you. <laughs> Actually, I want Kristen saying that to be the way we describe bad football teams this year. They're not like, Aju. They're yeah, not real Aju. Let me tell you, Carolina Panthers. Not real Aju. That's right. They're not real Aju. They are not. Week 14, Sunday, December 11th at Cincinnati, 1 o'clock CBS. Well, I think we, we did a we loss. said a loss there. Yes, yeah, correct. Uh, week 15, Sunday, December 18th, home against Baltimore. That is to be determined. I'm going to say that is a that is a win. We had the them Browns. losing at Baltimore. Yeah, I'm saying they split with Baltimore. And I agree. Week 16, Christmas Eve, home against the Saints, 1 o'clock. That's a win. Win. That's a win. Week 17, New Year's Day at Washington, 1 o'clock on Fox. That's a win. Win. And week 18, Sunday, January 8th at Pittsburgh, to yeah, be determined with, on the time. With hometown Tiny Hands, the quarterback, win. I'm going to say a win. Yeah. All right, so what do we do here? One, two, three, four. 13 and four. Ooh. Ooh. Like so we it. had the Bengals finishing 12 and five. We had the Browns finishing 13 and four. And I would like to point out, there is no way in hell both of those things are no, happening. They're not. It's impossible. I'll, I'll say this. I, if you said right now, which way would you bet? Zero teams of these two? I don't know. That made no sense. Either both these teams are going to win double-digit wins or one of them's going to have at least a single-digit win season this year. I'd, I'd take the one of them's going to have a single-digit win season. I don't know which one it's going to be, but one of them is definitely of, going to have. Right. Yeah, one of I, these teams is going to be not real as you. One of these teams. Yeah, I don't think they're both likely to be that. And if I had to pick the team, it's going to be not real as you. I'd have to pick Cleveland Browns because the Bengals are the team coming back from the Super Bowl. I think they've got more of, of the actual sauce going up there mm -hmm. or down there as it is. Arby's sauce. Yeah. What do you think I meant? Horsey sauce, maybe. I'd go Arby's. I'd still put the Horsey Arby's sauce on. better on the French dip. You think? Better than Arby's sauce on the French dip, I think. Mm -hmm. Regular roast beef without the dip Sure, part, sure. That's fair. I go more Arby's yeah, sauce. Yeah, you're right. You got a lot of savory coming at you with the, yeah. the you fake You want a little creamy element. Yeah. I'm going to call the fake au jus the Carolina Panthers. I'm actually going to just flip the terms now. So Panthers are now fake au jus. Fake au jus is Carolina Panthers. Notre Dame coach Marcus Freeman already pumped up about the Ohio State matchup. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for some slow traffic on US 33 eastbound between 270 and Hamilton Road. Slow traffic as well, 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Attention, please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. We have some breaking news. What's the breaking news? My wife just called me during the break. Okay. Broke the news to me that there are not real horses in Arby's horsey sauce. <laughs> well, I mean, right? It's it's a uh, it's a horseradish that they're going for. There. I thought it was real horses. There may not. I I don't know. I'm I not thought trying Rich to Strike was in my oh, horsey sauce. I would hope not. Do they Good still old. make uh, glue out of horses? I would think we've moved from that, haven't we? Well, I don't know how easy it is to make glue. Maybe horses are the only source of you know glue. what? You I don't know. know. What I think you're getting at there is that th- there's a synthetic version of everything now. Right? Yeah, but it may not be good enough. But there's a there's definitely a person in probably everyone's Facebook circle of friends or, or like their extended online family, however you want to put that, that there's like one person out of every three or four hundred people that's like, I only buy the real glue. I have to I have to go get my glue special because I don't I don't mess around. I need that glue to work and I go get the real horse glue. There's probably someone who's just secretly going off and getting that still from somewhere. Well, that's more natural, isn't it? I don't know if it's natural. That's the way that glue was first made. Well, right. I mean, yes. For example, that's, I, that's I was watching true. this show on, on paper. All right, this is what I do. I sit and watch QVC and I watch shows on paper. That's very interesting. It was all about the history of paper and parchment and how we got to using the type of paper we do. Because back in the day, they didn't cut down trees and use it for paper. Paper parchment was made out of dried up animal skin. Oh, That's right. what it yes, was. Yes. And you had the craftsmen. Well, they would. Some people did that, right? And then some people had like the papyrus and all that stuff, which was like plant based sure. or, or fibers right. of plants. But it, you're right. It wasn't giant trees being cut down. Any, anywho. Yeah. There is still someone, I think it's in Europe, who is still making old fashioned parchment out of animal skin. Really? And selling this and selling it for a boatload of money. And I'm people sure. still buy it. Yeah, because there's got to be someone who's like, I know I need that good stuff. I need the real parchment. Yeah. Do they have quill pens, too, when they write well, on parchment? I, I assume you're not using a Bic. If you're going to go to well, the trouble of getting the old-timey parchment, you're not just going to get a, a Bic roll pen. Did they say why people go to the trouble to get the parchment? Like, well, what are they writing some, on it? Some people, like, uh, they make art on it. Oh, okay. You know, so it's yeah, calligraphy, so, like special calligraphy with the quills and the ink and stuff I'm just like saying, that. It wouldn't be someone who's getting it and then like using it for a shopping list. They don't make it no, in different I, sizes. He doesn't chop it down into so. like, okay, you're you're unscrolling as you're at CVS. I need like, parsley. Let me <laughs> look for parsley. Do you have the Duralex brand of protection, sir? Like you just walk into CVS asking. It's like it's a Friday night, sir. Mutual party, Teddy. Do they still make glue out of horses? No, they do not, and actually, it's it's kind of more of a, a myth. They make it from 
like the hooves mainly oh, from it's animals and now it's used okay. from like calves or, ca- or cows or you know different synthetic products gotcha. but they you know maybe at one time they used like they don't dead, do it anymore. dead horses and they're like oh we'll take their their bones or their hooves well, that's that, a, that's a good way to use that. dead horses yeah yes i don't know if that's still done but i want to say at one point like a lot of the gelatin things you would get that's right. There was there were hoof. It's collagen. It's ground, is yeah, what it's, it is. it's ground up collagen. It's which they get as an easily replaced source from the hooves of animals like that. So okay, that's where it came from. Not actually like just slaughtering horses just to make Elmers. No, yeah. I didn't think they did. Which that. I always thought was kind of like a misdirection by the Elmers people. Like let's throw a cow on there. <laughs> no one will get that. Marcus Freeman. Yeah. Is the head coach at Notre Dame. I'm aware. Of course, the Buckeyes in Notre Dame are playing week one of the season. Uh, when this game first hit Caesars earlier in the spring, the Buckeyes were 10-point favorites, and I think now it's moved up to 13.5. Oh. Buckeyes favored by 13.5. Marcus Freeman was asked about that. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, this group will be ready. I think it's natural for any competitor, and that's who I am, a competitor, the guys in our program are competitors. Anytime you're challenged, competitors love to step up and be challenged. If you're the underdog, I don't care if it's 13 and a half points, make that thing 21 points. I want everybody in our program to know everybody's counting you out. Good, good. If you're a competitor, right, you'll step up to a challenge. Well, that's the uh, the right motivational tactic to take there. I'm sure that there are a lot of players in that program who say we're not 13 points away from Ohio State. And I'm sure that's exactly the type of mentality you're going to need when you go to play Ohio State. But uh, they they are, thir- I think they're very much 13 plus points away from Ohio State. And I don't think it's it's going to be a good game. It'll be exciting. But I do expect Ohio State to pull away in the fourth quarter, assuming all the changes that were made this offseason end up actually holding the way we think they will, especially on defense. He says, I'm not worried about game day. Our guys will be ready to roll. I'm talking about during fall camp and in the summer when things are really hot and things are really hard and maybe you don't want to get up and push yourself. That's going to be the reminder that, hey, understand, people aren't giving you a chance. So no, you can't have that sip of water. I hope you drop dead on this field right now. I added that part. I don't think you would say that. Understand the opportunity we have ahead of us. Those are the ways I'm going to utilize that as motivation and preparation because when the game comes, you got to go play. That's right. Yeah, so believe everyone's counting you out. That's what Notre Dame's known for. A lot of plucky underdogs who life doesn't work out for. Well, look, I, not, I understand Notre Dame, what he's trying to do. Saying that's what they get. Yeah. What I also respect from Marcus Freeman is that he's not giving us the coach BS that we get so much, which is, hey, you know what? We got a lot of training ahead of us before we start thinking about week one. We're not looking at that. And that, you know, every game's important. I don't care if we're underdogs or not. We're not there. He's saying, yeah, we are looking at it. And we are taking it personally. And I I respect that. I think that's why he got that job in part is because players seem to buy into the way that he, you know, brings things to their attention. And I think you're seeing some of that personality already coming out in some of these interviews, and that you're right, it's a very different approach than some other coaches, but it's not necessarily bad. Ryan Day and his beard is hot and heavy on an eighth grader. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash northbound 71 as you approach 161. It's causing a backup from Cook Road. Delays of up to 40 minutes reported there, so avoid it if you can. Southbound 71 is slow between 5th Avenue and East Broad. 
This report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's most important moments. Visit protectallinsurance.com. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Ohio State football made their first offer for the 2026 class. 2026. 2026. Tyler Atkinson. Is a defensive end in the state of Georgia. He is in eighth grade. Okay. And he got an offer. He is in eighth grade, as I just said. He is already 6'3, 190. Let him live. He's already picked up six Division I offers Auburn, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Ole Miss, and Akron. Which one doesn't belong? <laughs> Let him live. <laughs> Akron was like, hey, man, shoot your shot. Come on. At this point, though, if you're Akron, if you're a school like Akron, I'd be just going to kindergarten looking for the big kids and offering those kids. Good Lord. Hey, you got a scholarship offer. You can you can secure your kid yeah. a scholarship in kindergarten. I, Go I, to Akron. I guess. If you, well, you know what? If someone came to you in kindergarten, you'd, you'd have to consider that, right? Because there's, no, there's so much that could happen. Your kid could end up, end up growing at the fifth grade, and then that's it, and they never grow anymore, and you got a scholarship to Akron. Absolutely. Now... You know my feelings on this. I am not a fan at all of offering junior high, eighth grade. Like the, the, the whole thing is just so weird to me. My solution to this is actually one I stole from, of all people, Bo Pelini. But I think he was spot on when he brought this up many years ago. You want to solve this problem of having guys getting offers so early on in the process and being inundated with college, big time, multi-million dollar college football coaches, you know, showing up and and are not showing up, but, you know, putting something in front of them. It says, hey, we want you to come to our school. You want to stop that? Make every one of these offers instantly committable. There is no I national signing you. day. I agree. 100%. Get rid of national signing day and say, when you get offered, you can sign that day. Now, of course, the big time recruits like Arch Manning, he's going to probably wait till the last minute to make that decision, right? He, we've already seen how many different articles about him this year. And he's obviously not technically his signing day is not until December if he wants to do the early signing period or he could wait till February and then I mean he could go from there. But I'm just saying those guys will always wait until probably later in the process because they want to get a lot of experience and figure out where they want to go. I think it's totally different if you're offering a kid in eighth grade. Fine. Go for it. But that kid, if he says, yeah, I want to play for you and then turns out to be terrible 
Well, you got onto the scholarship. That kid got a four-year ride at least out of this. Whether he plays down to football or not, I think they should have to honor that. So I wish college football, all the reforms they're talking about doing, I wish they would spend a, a couple moments on this one. I know it's the system we're in, but I just don't like it. Bone, not a shocker. Texas confirms that the Longhorn Network will shut down mm. when Texas joins the SEC. Yeah, that's a thing that's going to well, happen. Well, you know what? The delusional Texas fans, they held on to that network because it made them special. We're so much better than everybody else in our conference. And this is what I keep saying. I understand why the Texas officials are salivating at joining the SEC because they're going to make a lot more money. But why do the fans care about that? The absence of this network especially. You'll just be absorbed into the SEC. You will be every other team. You'll, you won't just be every other team. Because seven out of ten years, you're just going to be a mild obstacle to whoever is going to win your division. I don't think Texas will compete year after year. I don't even think they'll be on the same level as a program like Penn State or what Michigan State has become. Sure. I don't even think they'll be that. I think it'll be once in a blue moon that we look at Texas football and say, yes, they have a chance to win the SEC. Let me ask you this question with Texas. Because um, they are they are fixing to join this conference in a couple years. And they believe they are going to be able to be somehow better off there than in the Big 12, where I would... I don't think like, they believe that. Financially, would, they believe that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the actual... The fans that are delusional enough to think it's better to be in the they're SEC. Out of, they're out of their minds. No, I want to remind you, this Texas Longhorns team just went 3-6 and six this year. That's all right. In, they're on the in up. In the conference. They're on the up and up. Um, but Arch Manning's got them on the short list. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. I feel like a lot of these Texas fans or anybody who has any optimism of Texas competing in the SEC and not just being, you know, a, a glorified Vanderbilt, I think they are banking 100% on this name, image, and likeness thing that they've got this giant loophole they've exploited where they have got this super group of boosters that are, you know, lighting a fuse to blow this thing up and make it as big as possible. They're betting on that to be their, the way that they actually compete. Because if it just came down to, well, we're going to out-recruit you and we're going to find a way and we're going to you know build it better than these other schools, how? You haven't built it better than, I don't know, three or four schools at least in the Big 12? Do you th- Baylor had a humongous scandal, had to fire everyone, including like the school president and the AD. Baylor ended up back in the top 10 this year, mm-hmm. right? Baylor was at least a halfway decent team this year. They went through all that stuff of their own doing. They deserve to go through it. And they've come out on the other side still good. Oklahoma State is still routinely a top 25 team, right? Oklahoma clearly is a great team and usually is, we'll see what happens now, right? But they seem to be pretty good. Iowa State is not always as good as advertised, but they've certainly upped their profile more than Texas has over the last 15 years. I don't know what Texas expects to be when you go to the SEC, but you are not going to be anywhere near the top three or four teams. I wonder if... Maybe they are just delusional. Maybe the fans are just crazy and they think they're going to go there and have have success. I don't know. I can't see how they would. But I could almost understand if you still had Longhorn Network, that separates you from the rest of the pack. And if the playoffs did indeed expand, because then you got more of a fighting chance. But you've got the SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, coming out every single chance he gets, saying, yeah, we're good with four. Yeah. 
You know, right. we're, we're good here. I mean, yeah, we could talk about it, but we're good with four. They're not interested in expansion. At least, if they are, they got a pretty good poker face. And I'm quite sure the Texas Longhorn fan convinced themselves, well, it'll be easier to make the playoffs when there's eight or 12 teams. But if it sticks at four and you're in the SEC, good luck to you. Right. I mean, Sankey did go to those schools and he can deny it all he wants. But I guarantee you the only reason he came out with that 12-team proposal as early as he did was because he that's part of what sold Oklahoma especially but Texas, too, on coming into the SEC. That and the money. But he sold them on the idea that when you get in here, by the time this all happens, you'll be at 12 teams, and you'll have a much easier chance of getting in, especially given the schedule you're going to play. You can lose three or four games and still be in the mix to make this playoff. So don't worry about all that. Now, if they do stick at four for a little bit longer, or even if it only expands, let's say, to, I don't know, a normal number like eight, which would seem to be the regular expansion you'd go from, from four to eight, I still think Texas has a struggle to even sniff 12, let alone eight. Oh, so do I. I don't, I don't see how that happens. And you're going to tell me magically just because you're in the SEC, now all these other players are going to want to suddenly play for you? Why? I don't know why. It doesn't why. make any sense. They're going to go, again, like the reason you can't get players is because you can't keep guys in the state of Texas there, right? So now you're telling me you're going to keep guys in the state of Texas because you're going to go over to the Southeast and play a lot of games over there. Is that, does that make any more sense no. than I can keep these guys because we play in the Big 12 and we have to go to places like, I don't know, Kansas? Like, what are you talking about? That's, that's not going to fix your problem, I don't think. Seven rounds in the NFL draft. Seven rounds. Not one player from the Texas Longhorns was selected. You think the SEC is going to change that? Not. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. No, I mean, they they might get a guy drafted every once in a while. Like, they Okay, yes, of course. But no, it's not going to turn around magically and suddenly they're leading and they're top of the board as far as the guys they have. Get out of here. There's no way. Well, and I've got some big news for you. This is huge news. I hope you're sitting down for this. Well, you know I am. There is a report. I don't know why I said that. I'm looking right at you. There is a report that the Carolina Panthers are eyeing Sean Payton for 2023. Why is this news? I assume that every franchise that maybe isn't sure that their head coach is the long-term solution is going to kick the tires on a guy like Sean Payton, right? What are we doing here? I don't know. I mean, I would think every I would think every franchise that I don't know doesn't have. I don't think the Browns are like Kevin Stefanski sucks. I don't think they're there. But couldn't you see the Browns having some internal conversations of like, hey, just in case we found out that I don't know, this is a thing that that. He That's what every team should be doing. Then I think, yeah, you would have you would have all the teams, but maybe the top three or four teams, possibly, and even then, they're all going to take a look and say, "Well, I don't know. Maybe it makes sense. Let's just let's just keep our eyes open and see if there's anything that makes us think, or you know, back channel. Let's see if we can find out what, if, if there's any interest in him coming over here. If so, then we should pursue it. Right? Carolina would be dumb to ignore the idea that he may want to go coach there. I doubt it. I think we all know where he wants to go coach. I think everybody believes that's Dallas and everybody knows that's the job he's waiting for. But in the meantime, other teams certainly could say, well, if he's bored of waiting, we may have the job come open sooner than they do. The U.S. will host the 2031 Men's Rugby World Cup and 2033 Women's Rugby World Cup. Let them live. That's uh, where, where are they hosting it? They just said it's in the U.S. It's in the U.S., so oh, it's going to okay. be all around the country. Oh, all right. Like, in NFL cities. Oh, very cool. 
So, have you ever been to a rugby match? I haven't. All? And every time I watch rugby, I enjoy it. I always have to figure out the rules again. Because every time I think I figure it out, I don't watch it for two years, and then I forget the rules. But I like it every single time I watch it. I generally feel like I know like 80% of the rules. I feel like I know that if you get the ball, you can't throw it over your head forward. They don't do that. They lateral behind, right? That's the only way you can pass the ball. I know you can kick it, but I don't know in what circumstances or why you kick it at all times. I know some of the, I know they do like the, the extra point more or less, right? From pretty far away. I mean, this is going to be a big deal. They're putting it in, you know, the big NFL stadiums. Yeah. And this will also be during the NFL season. Oh, I would think this will get a decent amount of people to come out and watch it. There are, there, I, just like there is with soccer to a degree, there is a subculture of people who either watched it growing up because they grew up in countries where it was popular and then they've moved here or they've come to it as they've gotten an adult. They maybe they played it like a club thing at their university or college they went to and they got into it. So if, if you attract the best talent in the world to come here and play, I would guess there's going to be a lot of people who say, yeah, once or twice, I'll go watch that. You get a lot of look you lose as well. It'd be different if they said, we're starting a brand new big time league here. We're going to play at NFL stadiums. That'd be a No, these would be the best teams in the world. I was, I was looking at the list of host cities and if you want to watch it, you're going to have to go someplace else because Cleveland and Cincinnati, not on the list. Oh, okay. No games going there. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Anywho. Well, thanks for sharing. Hey, you want to see this thing? All right, you're going to have to drive away. I'm not going to well, tell you. Well, what's the closest place? I, I want to say Pittsburgh is, they're doing oh, one that's, there. that's not too bad. And then you, Gene Smith wants to make sure one's in the Hoosier Dome. <laughs> if you live in central Ohio, right? I mean, Pittsburgh's not that much further than driving up to Cleveland. So, yeah, that wouldn't be, it's Pittsburgh. You got to deal with that. But at least it's not that far of a drive. Even when teams are paying for new stadiums, you're the ones actually paying for it. Details next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Drivers should look out for a crash on northbound 71 as you approach 161. Major delays there as it's uh, causing stop-and-go traffic from 17th Avenue. Delays of up to 30 minutes as of right now. And then you have slow traffic, US 33 eastbound between Refugee Road and Gender Road. This report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting lives' most important moments. Visit protectallinsurance.com. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. I heard it. That's not real. Common Man and T-Bone. That was not real. I heard her say it. That was not an official RB. That I was heard not her say Rat Mackenzie Bastard Bart at the did, end. She did not say Rat Bastard. Sounded like her you. to me. No, that did not, sounded like you going, Rat Bastard. Like you do. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to live in this world of deep fake audio that we're going to start over here now, where you're just going to start <laughs> putting words in people's mouths. How dare you? You and I haven't been real for years. <laughs> we're not real. There's a computer program. Yeah. 
sadly, more talented people than us have been doing this, and this is the best we got. Mm-hmm. That's t- that's sad. The Buffalo Bills are building a new stadium. $1.4 billion is the price tag. I'm sure it'll wind up being more than that by the time they complete it. Yeah. $850 million in public money. And the team has said, you know, we're going we're gonna to put in our share, too. So $850 million in public money. The team's going to handle the rest. Oof. Except they're not. They're going to make you handle the rest in the how form so, of P- so? PSLs. Oh, yeah. So according to the Buffalo News, a survey sent to more than 40,000 fans suggests that personal seat licenses for the new venue will range from $500 to $16,500. And again... If you're not familiar with the PSL, which I'm sure we all are at this point, but I'll say it anyway, this is you giving them money just for the right to give them more money. Yeah. If you don't pay for the PSL, you can't get into the exclusive club to then buy the tickets. Yes. So it's just an entry fee. It's not even that, right? Because you can't, if you just own a PSL and do nothing else with it, you can't go to games, right? You have to buy the PSL. Correct. And then go buy tickets. I feel like, didn't PSLs kind of go away for a little yes, bit? Yes, they did. Want to know why? Because people, there were saw right, people saw right through them, and they're terrible. However, this is how the Buffalo Bills are going to pay for their portion of the new stadium. I want to They're say, not dipping in their own pockets. Didn't the Marlins run into that in the new stadium where they had, so there was some promise of, I don't know, something to do with season ticket holders. I thought maybe they were PSL holders. There was a lawsuit that involved some pretty longtime Marlins fans that got fed up with like what was being done as far as the ticket prices and everything else. Anyway, maybe there weren't lawsuits on PSLs, but I feel like that was a part of the equation of why those went away. I think away. what you're thinking of, I don't think it had something to do with PSLs, but I think what you're thinking of is the Marlins just from one season to the next changed where people were sitting. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. And fans were pissed off about that. Yes, because they, they thought they were paying for like a specific place to sit Correct. when they bought these season tickets. They thought yeah. they'd be able to keep their seats. That's okay. That's what it was. So it was a little right, anyway. different, but still... Yeah, that's not great. I don't understand if you are demanding a new stadium, why you can't pay for, especially when you get that type of money from the local government. Why would they? Why can't you kick in any money of yourself? The government falls ass backwards to help you out, and the Bills fans just so thankful that their team is still there. They're saying, yeah, whatever it takes, here's some more money for you. And it's these rich billionaires that get off the hook having to actually dip into their own pockets and pay. So really what you're doing, and I know there are people that will argue this point, but I will always push back on it. Those Bills fans that buy PSLs and then live in Buffalo or in these areas where the taxes are coming from, you're paying twice. And I know some people will say, well, no, they're not paying twice because the taxes, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I know in in Nashville, this is what they're trying to do for the new stadium there. They're saying a lot of it will be covered by, you know, hotel taxes and Taxes on things of people who typically travel in as opposed to people who live there. That's true. But where would that money be going if not to a giant NFL stadium? It would be going to the people of that community, would it not? It would be going to better services for that community. It might be going to things you might actually end up using. Anytime you bring up that sort of argument is that you could have the same tax on the same out-of-town visitors. Yes, but instead of building a new stadium, you can revitalize entire neighborhoods. Yeah. Change right. the lives of thousands of people in multiple generations. They'll say, nah, what are we doing? Come on. 
This is well, just found money. That would never happen anyway. They they'd never approve that. Well, I know they also there are a lot of people who will who will push back on that and say, well, you you don't build this new stadium, and not going to be as many people want to come here. Oh my god! Look seriously, look. Like, yeah, then you just don't like your city at all. You think no one wants to come I to your stupid do city? This for a living. I like sports. It may now not sound like that sometimes when we just talk about Arby's for two hours, but I like sports. I, I have nothing against new stadiums either when appropriate. If your stadium's 20 years old and you want to knock it down and build something that's $2 billion, yeah, I may have something to say about that. But when appropriate, I have no problem with a new state-of-the-art stadium. I do have a problem with rich billionaires not paying for said stadium. Yeah. That's I, my problem. I agree with you on that. And it's it's not good, man. I I... I understand the civic part of all this of because if you pull back and and look at it big picture, right, there are plenty of businesses that are in your local community, no matter where you live here or elsewhere, where the local governments to get that business to pick their spot said, hey, tax abatements on all that land you bought 30 years. Or here's a, we're donating this land to you for your use and you have to pay us a $1 lease for 20 years or whatever. There are, there are plenty of things like that that happen for non-NFL billionaires and for non-NFL giant corporations that are also done in day-to-day business. If I worked in that industry, I'd have more to say about that. You know what I mean? I work in this industry where I talk about sports and I do think it's a little different as well if you're building, I don't know, let's say some kind of useful gadget for society that then allows us to keep going and moving forward. There may be good reasons to do that in some cases. And I love sports as much as you do, Mike, if not more, but I don't understand the idea that we have to constantly give every billionaire who says I may go somewhere else with my team. All right, go, go. And then, and then see what happens. After a while, you will run out of places to go. When everyone starts realizing we don't make this money back, we don't make it back quite the way we thought we would, we have to end up continuing to pay for things. Oh, man, look right down here nationwide, right? Jackets obviously have that stadium, and I'm glad they do. I'm glad it's here. But if you've gone to any like, concerts or you know plays or anything like that recently, and there's an extra little tax on they there for entertainment that, tax, that, fee. that entertainment tax is going to upkeep Nationwide Arena. And that's fine if everyone's cool with that and that's what everyone here wants to do. But the problem is a lot of times this stuff is brought up as, well, we have to now because we have this thing. We don't want to lose it. We got to keep fixing it. And I'm just saying that's where it gets a little frustrating. That's where it gets. It's not just the one time expense or the loss of money that first 20 years. It's that as soon as it starts to wear out, then those people come back and say, I need a new stadium. What we just paid 20 years for this last one. Yeah, but now those 20 years are up and I need a new one and you got to kick in more money or I'm moving. And look, I like these old crappy stadiums. I know I'm the only one. I think they still have character and I don't need everything to look like a shiny new penny. That's my big problem with the short north is that to me, there's really no difference between that and Easton at this point. But I can understand the need for a new stadium in Buffalo. I get it. Right. I do not understand the new, the need for a new stadium using public money in places like Nashville. No. Where where the Titans are playing is 21 years old. In Denver, where it's the same story there. And why do they want a new stadium? Because it will increase the, the public good? No, they, they'll stay. Those teams aren't going anywhere. They want these new retractable dome stadiums so they can hold Super Bowls and Final Fours. And so the owners can get even richer than they currently are. Yeah. Off of public money. I don't, I don't think that 
giving the billionaire owners a new toy just because is great. I'm not a big fan of giving it to them to prevent them from throwing a hissy fit and leaving Anthony Precourt, but I do understand there's a little bit more nuance in those situations, as much as I'm still not a fan of it, right? But when you are just simply saying, Nashville, hey, we don't, we just we want to honor the commitment you've made, I, I don't feel like these owners make the commitment. They basically say, give us money for a long period of time. And as soon as that time period runs out, they say, okay, well, then we need more money or we'll move. So where's their loyalty back after the local government has paid all these years and said, see, look, we did it. We helped you. We You asked for money. We helped build the thing you wanted built. Then they go, cool, build me another Your one. Your franchise is worth twice as much. Yes, your franchise has doubled or tripled possibly in value. Since that all happened, and then your answer is, well, if you don't give me more money now for the next 20 years, I'm going to leave. Right. And I just don't like that. College football programs are about to play their hand. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash on the ramp from northbound 315 to Lane Avenue. It'll be at the bottom of the exit ramp there. And then you have a crash that is now cleared. Northbound 71 approaching 161. There's still a backup heading northbound on 71, but that should be clearing up here pretty shortly. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence is changing the way people live with their pets. Experienced professionals provide pets independence to play outside while providing you confidence they're secure. Visit, visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more Invisible Fence brand. Surround your pets with care. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. All right. I've told you a million times. And it's just me. Nobody else is saying it. That if college programs could change one thing, it would not be name, image, and likeness. It would be the transfer portal. And they're pretty much admitting that now. Where you're going to start to see conferences getting together and talking about how to limit the movement of players. That is their number one priority. Now, yes, if they could, they would change both. But they know they're going to hit, get hit with a million lawsuits if they try and rein in the name, image, and likeness. So instead, they're going to work on transfers. Yeah, so Gary Barda, who is the athletic director at Iowa, has been there forever. He was saying that he thinks the problem can be solved by making... The transfer portal still exists, obviously, but maybe taking away that immediate eligibility thing. He said, quote, if we can't totally control name, image, and likeness, let's go back and put a one-year... If you transfer, you can transfer. You don't have to lose your scholarship, but you must sit out a year because we can control that. And I think that would slow down the name, image, and likeness deals. A booster isn't going to offer a student-athlete a big sum of money if they know if they can come to their university, they have to sit out a year. But at the same time, once the student is there, they can put together a name, image, and likeness package that they benefit from. First of all, I think it would help what they want it to help. 
but you're never going to limit that. I think that you're you're not giving this process enough credit. There will be boosters if you're good enough that will pay you to sit there for a year and not blink oh, an eye. Well, sure. Can I can I also ask though? I'm not saying that you're doing this necessarily, but all these articles always get framed as like it's a good thing for the NCAA or for these colleges to be able to limit this in some way. And I don't understand why we why we just adopt that, right? Like, we don't have any limits currently on what college coaches can make, where they can go coach, when they can leave, for what reasons they can leave. They can quit or be fired mid-year like an assistant coach can or up to a head coach who's been there a long time. Can quit, be fired, whatever. Well, right. And the next they year do they have go coach somewhere else. on their contract, though, so that is a limit. Well, yeah, why? Because they have contracts. Correct. And that's what I'm saying. It's like there's no contracts for these college football players. That's an easy solve if you want it. And for college basketball and all the others, you go ahead and put contracts together for these guys, and then you're right. Then there's terms. But since there are no contracts, and the NCAA schools do not want to be employers of student-athletes, that's what you're left with. Gary Barta, I'm sorry, he he's not wrong that this would curb some of that craziness that's going on. But don't you also think there would be, look at what Texas has already done. I know they don't want to believe that, right? And Texas A&M is doing the same thing, and Jimbo Fisher got all mad about it when they people brought it up. Don't you think if you've got 20, 25, 30, 35 million, whatever they're putting into these big war chests for these transfer portal booster deals, don't you think they could have some cutout that says, Hey, by the way, that dude who transferred, you know, that guy who went to Ohio State at Quinn Ewers, if he transfers back here, he's going to have to sit out a year. So we better put together something really enticing for his year off. Well, absolutely. Right? I mean, absolutely. don't you think the big-time booster clubs that would all not, get together right, and do that? That will not sway them. I just, I think at, at what is bad and what the point of view that never, I think, gets brought up here is that we should examine why it's bad for these schools why they do not want to see name image and likeness and transfer portal combined on the sh- on the micro sense you look at it and say well these coaches it's tough they don't want to they can't play in their rosters because they might lose 30 percent of their roster every year especially in basketball right it's a lot easier to lose four or five guys and on the football team you could still lose a lot of guys too but the other part of that is the real reason I think that Gary Barda cares about it the real reason Gene Smith cares about it the real reason a lot of these bigger time athletic directors care is sure it makes the job difficult on the coaches it's the fundraising Mm -hmm. the boosters have this money and it has always had to flow through one source it had to go to the school and be earmarked as legal if you didn't want to risk getting popped by the ncaa so the schools got to build the great facilities because they had all that money now the boosters have to choose between giving the money to the school and putting your name on a building and giving the money directly to a player who can go score touchdowns for you next month or, you know, whenever the season starts in that case. You can you can be saying, I paid that kid this week, and now look what he's doing, right? You can feel like you're much more involved. And I think that scares the hell out of a lot of these athletic directors because they are going to see reductions in the amount of money that gets donated to their schools if these big booster collectives really catch on across the country and if they don't put laws to limit them that's where the money will start flowing and the schools will be cut out of the deal. There will be there will be laws on the books on the federal level. I'm convinced of that. How long that's going to take? I have no idea. But we talked about was it yesterday or the day before Gene said, "Well, no one saw these booster collectives coming." We well, should have. 
That's your job. Right. Maybe the average person on the street didn't see it coming, but you're knee deep in that. You should have seen it coming. And that's why for years we've been talking about how the NCAA has made this bed. The NCAA had an opportunity to sort of gradually get players into the pool where they started to feel valued and they could share in some of the resources. And instead, they stifled it at every turn. And now they're surprised when the entire system has broken down and it's the wild, wild west. You shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, to your point as well, uh, Gene Smith saying that, I understand maybe he's saying specifically, we didn't know it would look like a booster you know, collective. We didn't know that's what the name would be. We didn't know they'd try to make these look like charities in some cases. We didn't know they'd try to, you know, have this certain way of doing it where they'd get 25 of our biggest boosters to suddenly link up all their funds every year. That's a lot more organized than we thought they'd be. But what you could have recognized is the people who donate money to schools are very hungry to be involved in any way possible and to influence the outcome of these games and their their team's fortunes. I don't mean outcomes like influencing the actual final score i mean influencing it like you can help get the five-star kid to pick your school versus another one that's gene smith and all these other ad's are saying well yeah if you donate to our big building fund your which builds a tennis facility and a new aquatic center and also upgrades the football facility we will be able to land that yeah, five-star you, you are helping us you're helping us they're saying yeah but if i just give that five-star kid a million dollars that's going to make that five-star. Who? That's all I really care about. That's going to go further. And they don't have an answer for that. And you're right. They should have. The Jenner T-Bone coming up next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We're looking at an earlier crash that is now cleared northbound 71 approaching 161, but we're still seeing some slow traffic heading through there on northbound 71, so you can expect that slow traffic to continue. And you have slow traffic on US 33 eastbound between Refugee Road and Gender Road, so use caution there and expect delays. This report is sponsored by the Department of Education. The Department of Education is proposing regulations that will make it harder for charter schools to open. I'm Chris Harden on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming... I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and Tebow. Happy Friday, Tool of the Week. Coming up at 534, send in your Twitter tools now, at ManandBone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Dick Masheter, Ford Fan Poll, what are your expectations for Ohio State's offense? Ranked first in the country, ranked second through fifth, sixth through 20th, Outside the top 20. Uh, I First in the country. Why not? Yeah. They should be a top five. I, I, I will say first in the country, too. Top five is, is minimum expectation for me on the offense. When you have a returning starting quarterback in who's, Ryan Day's who's offense. prolific. Yes. I mean, right. And as Ryan Day has said, can and should get better. Yep. 
as good as he was last year. Yes, I understand you're taking weapons away from him. This is the life of college football. You have a returning starting quarterback in a Ryan Day offense that has shown every single year to put up big numbers. Why wouldn't your expectations be first in the country? I don't think it's an unfair thing to think. I obviously know you have to replace a lot at wide receiver, but you still have arguably the the play-for-play play best player of those three, right? Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jackson Smith. And, Jake and Brian Bell. Hartline keeps going out and getting more five-star guys. I'm saying JSN, like on one play, may be as electric as anyone I've ever seen play at Ohio State. So well, he was the best receiver on the team last year. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? I mean, you can argue the other two guys with their body of work have accomplished so much more, but right. I'm saying pound for pound, play for play, he was the best receiver in that group in my mind. So he's coming back. You have obviously a big offensive line. You have a defense that should be improved, which means your offense should get the ball more against higher defenses. So, yes, I think you're going to put up tons of points, and that's going to make you a top offense. Degenerate T-Bone. Common man in T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. Bone. Well, man, now that we know week one, we have the entire NFL schedule out there. I was going to run through some odds for you. If you're heading out to Vegas or, I don't know, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Detroit, Literally anywhere that's not this stupid state, because this stupid state can't figure out how to do sports gambling. If you're headed there and you want to make a legal bet this weekend, congratulations, you can. Anyway, they are, all the odds are out for all the weeks of the NFL schedule, but I'll just go through some week one matchups that we like. Uh, first up, the very first game of the season, Bills at Rams, Thursday. That is an 820 uh, kick there on week one. Rams are a one point favorite at home over the Bills. And I, I I like that. I think I'm going to stick with the Rams there to get that done at home. And everybody loves the Bills. They are high. I, on I, this under, Bills I understand team. the Bills are a good football team, but you listen to the experts, and the Bills will never lose another game ever. That's right. Browns are at the Panthers to start Week One. The Panthers are three and a half point dogs at home. And of course, that line has a lot of potential to move based on whatever news we hear about Deshaun Watson. So keep that one. You know, if you believe you know how that's going to go, like if you really don't think. Sean Watson's going to play. Maybe that factors in on what you think of that number because it will no doubt change when he gets suspended. If he gets suspended, that number will probably uh, go down a little bit in more of the Panthers' favor. Uh, you've got Niners at your Bears. Bears. Justin Fields, six and a half point dog at home to start the season to whoever's playing quarterback for the Niners this year. We'll find out. But yeah, the Niners are a better team than the Bears. But six and a half point favorites at home to start the season. I know, but you could have just ended it there. I know. Niners are a better team than the Bears. They are. You're right. Uh, Steelers at the Bengals. Bengals six point favorites at home for their week one matchup. And then I wanted to go through a a couple other that I saw as far as some of the numbers that jumped out to me. Uh, One of them in particular, Teddy's Cowboys, three point favorites. Or I'm sorry, three point favorites. Three point dogs at home against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. That's your week one matchup there. Sunday night football. Monday night, the NFL loves the drama, don't they? Broncos at the Seahawks for week one. Monday night, 8-15, Seahawks, four-point dogs at home. I hate to say it, Ted, because I'm not a big fan. I don't know why I'm so down on your Cowboys, but I am. I would lay the points on both those games and say Bucks cover at the boys on Sunday night football. And I would say Russell Wilson goes and gets it done in Seattle. Kind of knows that 
home field a little bit, even though it's not his home field anymore. And I think they wallop the Seahawks by more than four points. Uh, now, moving on to the NBA playoffs. Stuff you can actually bet on tonight. Grizzlies at Warriors. That is game six. Closeout game for the Warriors if they can get it done. Grizzlies are eight-point dogs in this one. And the over-under in this game is 217.5 points, which is low for this type of offense that's available to both these teams. They are both scoring teams. Here's the thing that I want you to keep an eye on for this matchup. The Grizzlies played at the third fastest pace in the NBA this season. But when they don't have John Morant in the lineup, they play even faster. Mm. Because John Morant tends to be a little more isolation player. He can get the job done in the half court. And they do tend to rely on him to do that. He's out, obviously. He's not playing in this series. And they had much more success getting out and running against the Warriors. Warriors are the fifth best half court offense in the NBA this year. They do like to run their sets and slow this thing down. I think it is more based on who you think is going to control the tempo in this game. If you think it's going to be the Warriors, then you might be tempted to take that under. But man, I'm telling you, Grizzlies can run, and we know the Warriors can just heat up and light up at any point and have a 50-point quarter if they want to or something crazy like that. So the better play to me is the over on this. I think people are short-selling this for some reason. I'm going to take the over in this game of 217.5, and I'm going to take the Grizzlies to cover. It's eight points. I think the Grizzlies win this game outright and force a game seven, but let's just say they keep it close. So that's where I would go. And finally, you have in Major League Soccer, your Columbus crew hosting. I'm sorry, not hosting. They're traveling to New York City FC. City host the crew. Uh, New York City FC started the season. They lost three of their first five games. Now on a four-match undefeated streak coming into this one. The crew, four to one odds for them to win this game. New York is the heavy favorite I'm going to go with the black and gold, though, to shock the world and end that little streak that New York's on. Columbus gets it done. They're scoring goals in weird ways. I think the crew get it done on the road. I saw your guy, Jarvis Landry, who, of course, was released by the Browns earlier this offseason. There was some speculation he could come back on a lesser deal. We heard that bantered around for a little while. And then last week we heard that was off the table. He has signed a deal with the New Orleans Saints. Oh, I'll tell you what. Jameis Winston may not be able to throw the football, but it's not because he doesn't have wide receivers. I was going to say, if he doesn't have... Didn't he have like a ridiculous passing number in his last full healthy season where then he threw like a ton of picks? Yeah, with Tampa. Where he had a ton of picks. He led the league in passing yards. But you have Michael Thomas, healthy. You have Chris Olave coming in. Yeah. You have Jarvis Landry. Oof. That's you have solid. Alvin Kamara, who can, of course, catch the football out of the backfield when healthy. You forgot all about their most important weapon, Taysom Hill. And he can do anything. Well, you know, I mean, he can actually do anything. Look, man, I don't think he's a good quarterback, but he is no, a he's weapon a, out there. He he's a very good football player. I'm just being sarcastic. But you're right. Like, If Jameis Winston cannot get it done in that offense, he's got nobody he to blame. He cannot get it done. Exactly. There's no excuses there. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Look out for a crash on the exit ramp from northbound 315 to Lane Avenue. And then you have a crash on James Road at Brownlee Avenue, so use caution there. 
This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, check out the podcast. It's free wherever you get your audio. Spotify, Google, Apple. We're there. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show will come right to your device free of charge, including some extras that you can only get on the podcast feed. Mm. Nice. What do we have uh, extra-wise coming up this week, Teddy? Do we have one? Yeah, we are doing the little uh, bit that we did a few years ago, about, I think it was three years ago, four years ago. When we and the uh, Fox took over the Thursday night football games, and we did some. What do we do? Fake Fox auditions. Oh, I, I don't remember for that the uh, like play by play and analyst I'm roles. I'm sure they were very and, bad and yeah. stupid. So I thought, you know, since Tom Brady is going to be the new analyst for Fox when he retires, that uh, you know we'll show you what uh, we did a few years ago. Great. Listen to us suck this weekend <laughs> on the podcast feed. It's funny. I hope it's funny, because it's definitely going to suck. Oh, yeah, it does suck, but it's Thank funny. You. All right. I'll tell you what doesn't suck. What's that? Stanley Cup playoff game sevens. We had three games go to a game seven last night. Bruins and Hurricanes, that game is going to a game seven. Leafs and Lightning, that game is going to a game seven. Oilers and Kings, that game is going to a game seven. And there are three more game sixes tonight. That can go to Game 7s. To me, there is nothing more entertaining than Stanley Cup playoffs Game 7s. Oh, of course, because you know what's bound You know what's bound to happen. And if there's that many, let's say we get another two or three Game 7s after tonight's games. You know one of these games is going to go a ridiculous number of overtimes, right? Mm-hmm. If, you get, if you get more than two or three, I think you're guaranteed of that. But yeah, it's, it's going to be... It's it's some of the highest drama you can watch in sports. My five-year-old daughter loves watching hockey, so we watch hockey every single night before she goes to bed. She, you know, do, tries to understand, doesn't understand everything of what's going on, but, you know, she likes to pretend. And she says, you know, on my TV, the Blue Jackets won the Stanley Cup. It's like, well, I wish your pretend TV was my TV. Oh, yeah. Because she loves the Blue Jackets and wishes she could watch the Blue Jackets in the playoffs, but she can't. So we sit down every single night, and she picks the team she's going to root for in that particular game. Last night, we flipped on the Bruins and the Hurricanes, and she was rooting for the Hurricanes, and she has not heard me talk about them at all. There's been no conversation about it. Brad Marchand was doing Brad Marchand things. Mm-hmm. And she said, Daddy, I don't like that man. Yeah. And I said, well, get in line. 
Nobody <laughs> likes that man. No one likes him. That's exactly right. Good that even from the mouth of babes, right? Even a child can recognize how much of a dirt bag she doesn't he is. know his history. No. She knows nothing about him. But she could tell watching that game. I don't like that guy. Can can we? Because uh, I I know there's already hockey guys who are like yeah, but you know I'd love to have him on my team. Yeah, we can all acknowledge. If he was on your team, you're going to be happy with the results he helps bring. You are, no doubt, if he's on your team, either living in blissful ignorance or willfully ignoring how much of a dirtbag he is on the ice. Right? We can all say that. He's not a great dude on the ice. He is a tremendous player. He gets results because he stirs it up and he knows how to pick his battles and he knows how to do the dirty stuff that doesn't get called, or even if it does, doesn't get called as bad as it should. I appreciate that that guy knows exactly what he's doing, and that is also why I don't like him. Not that well, not that he's not trying to win and all that stuff. I'm just saying I don't have to enjoy that way of winning, but yet you will get hockey guy who will be like, oh, you got to respect what he's doing. Yeah, it's fine. I don't like him. Can I also respect and not like him? Well, is that I, allowed? I, I don't have to respect what he's doing because I think he gets a pass. He's hunting for people's heads out there. The league will not punish him like he should be punished. A guy like Nick Foligno. Nick Foligno is also currently playing for Boston. He rubs me the wrong way sometimes out there. He's, oh, yeah. he's, he's chippy he's out chippy, there. for sure. He can be chippy and annoying. But I have respect for Nick Foligno, not just because he played here, but because I think he plays the physical game the right way. Yeah, you're, he's taking the liberties as far as he can, Brad Marchand is just jumping over that and saying, I dare you to stop me. And he gets away with it because he's a smaller guy. I think it's that. I think it's twofold. It's the smaller size and the frequency. You know that whole idea, we can't call holding on every play, so you just hold every play and you won't get called most of the time. I think that's what he kind of leans into. It's like, well, they can't call everything I do. And and he's he's so far been proven right on yeah, that, I, if that's his theory. Here's my question for you. You can put one of these guys in hockey jail never to return. Brad Marchand, oh, Tom I Wilson. I know you're going to ask Tom Wilson. Which one? You put one in uh, hockey jail. Never see him again. God, I, I uh. see Tom Wilson's done more against the Jackets. I feel like so. I I'm going to go. Man. I'm gonna, pretty, pretty even. No, I think. you're right. Marchand has two. God, it's tough, isn't it? Ah, uh, I, I have. Uh, I'm going Brad Marchand. Or Fine. secret option three: Brad you can throw Alex Ovechkin in some sort of Russian gulag and put him in jail. Ah. Uh, I think I think Alex Ovechkin should go support Putin. He should well, head he right is. over to the no no no. He should head right over to the front lines and jump on in, put the hockey stick down and go do what all the other young guys down over there in Russia they have to jump in line and go help out. You go help out like that. See how you feel, Mister Millionaire. Let's see how that goes for you. Samantha saw because we were watching the game last night, but they had some clips of uh, Ovechkin warming up because mm. I think their game was starting at seven thirty or yeah. something, and. uh He's skating around without his helmet on. And Samantha says, that man is old. Yeah. And I said, well, that man's younger than daddy. He just happens to have yes, gray hair. He's unfortunately but gray. With, with that helmet off, he looks like he's about 50 years he's old. He's got the very salt and pepper, almost beyond salt and pepper at yeah. this point. Like, yeah, it's you're right, man. It, it, but he can still play. Obviously, no one seems well, to care about all his other play. standards. No, that's okay. They don't care about it, what, what he says on Twitter or who he supports or any of that stuff. You know, I mean, there's a war going on, and he's and by like, way, yeah, I'm on I the side not, of the bad guy. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be allowed to play. Some people have said that. I think he should be allowed to play, but I also think he should be judged appropriately. 
which I which is I think is what, what people are doing. You know what? I don't like the fact that there are so many people in the media who are like, "Well, do we have to keep bringing it up?" I think I don't think it's unfair. He decided to do what he's done and support a warlord, dictator, evil person, and lots of people are dying because of that person. Not not Ovechkin, the guy he supports. And now when he goes out and skates around, you're like, hey, man, let's just calm down on all the criticism. No, you can criticize the down. guy playing the game absolutely. while other people are dying because of the guy he supports. I can absolutely criticize that dude every time he steps on the ice. Rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. NFL schedules are officially out. They came out last night at 8 o'clock. We did the very sports radio-y thing. We went down the Bengals schedule. We went down the Browns schedule in the 3 o'clock hour. If you missed that, it will be on the podcast. We will not do it again, but I will tell you, we had the Bengals going 12-5. and five. Mm-hmm. Let them live. Yeah. We had the Brownies going 13-4. and four. And in our Browns selections, we assumed that Deshaun Watson would be suspended for the first four games. Could be less, could be more. Who the hell knows? Here's what I do know. The schedule gods kissed the Browns early. I think so. Because those are all winnable games. Yeah, your first four are are pretty easy games that I think, even if you have a suspended Deshaun Watson. Carolina, Jets, Steelers, Falcons. Which ones are the road games? It's Jets and Steelers? No. Oh, no. It's Carolina and Atlanta. Oh, I got those it the road backwards. Games. Okay, yeah. yeah Jets and Steelers are at home. Right. So that's, to me, that's a very winnable schedule, or at least three and one is is possible. With the roster you've built for the Brownies, Yes, if Deshaun Watson's playing, you'd think you're going to roll through that schedule. But, yeah, I still think 3-1 and one is very doable there. The football universe, however, will not allow both of those both of these teams to finish with these records. Oh, no. There's we, no way we both, both will be good. We picked both of them to have double-digit wins. One of them, for sure, will be a single-digit win team. I just... And miss the playoffs. I think miss the playoffs. I'm not going to say... Well, yeah, you probably would be. 9-8, you probably yeah, miss if you're it. Single win, yeah, if you're single-digit win team in Did that division. Did any 9-8 teams win, make the playoffs last year, Teddy? No, good in call. In the NFC, I think, but yeah, not, not, not in the AFC. AFC. That's, That's not stacked. happening. You're right. All right, anyway. What did I say? I don't know. Nothing. We, who cares? <laughs> Guardians and Twins will go tonight in Minnesota. No new positive COVID test for the Guardians. Carl Willis will manage in Tito's absence. The Reds win again last night, Teddy. Beating the Pirates. Tyler Stevenson is a mang. I enjoy him. Same two teams again tonight. Ryan Day is hot and heavy on an eighth grader. His name is Tyler Atkinson. He is in the class of 2026. This is the first offer that Ohio State has thrown out for the class of 2026. Like I said, he's in eighth grade, defensive end from Georgia. He is already 6'3", 190. He's picked up six D1 offers, including Auburn, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Ole Miss, and Akron. One of those is not like the other. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I, I think this is not great. We're talking about all these reforms for college football. I don't think... Offering to eighth graders is where we want college football to be. No, I, but I don't blame Ryan Day for doing it. He's playing the game. Well, I mean, yes and no. I, I I know what you're saying. That's the system, but also like I kind of do blame you if you opt into a system that sucks. Like he's paid millions of dollars to go out there and find the best players. Yeah, and if I I know 
It feels like this guy has the ability to be one of the best players in the 2026 class. And if in 10th grade, that kid is still one of the best players in the country, you can walk in and say, hey, man. The rule should be changed. Yeah. But there is no rule on this right now. I know. It sucks. I I said it before. I'll say it again. They should make... All these offers have to be instantly committable. I agree with that. And you don't have to have a national signing day anymore. That's all done. Just whenever... You offer a kid in 10th grade, he can sign right there. You offer a kid in 1st grade, his parents can sign right there. Whatever. Like... I mean, I think that's the way it should work personally, but they will not do this anytime soon, so we have to deal with this screwed-up system. Not a shocker, Texas confirms that the Longhorn Network will shut down when the Longhorns join the SEC. Mm-hmm. I really think those fans are in for a rude awakening, man. They're delusional if they think they're going to go to the SEC and win, but at least with their own network, they were unique. Whether anybody was watching it or not, or if it turned a profit, who the hell knows. But they were unique because they had their own thing. Now, they're going to be just like everybody else, and they're going to be an also-ran in the SEC. Congratulations. Well, I think it was their instant argument they could pop up whenever someone said, Hey, man, Texas ain't back, and Texas ain't coming back. They're like, Do you have a network? You think we're not anything? Look how big our budgets are. Look how you know much people care. They care so much that ESPN gave us our own network. What other team can say that? Well, now you can't. So now you have to actually show that you are as big as that name implied for many, many years. And they won't. By actually getting it done on the football field. Because we can talk about all their other sports programs that do really well. But you know damn well in Austin, Texas and around that state, the thing they care about the most is that football program. And if it doesn't end up being every year a top 10 team, they are a disappointment. And they've been a disappointment for a long time because of that. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Is there bad blood between the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger? And I want to point out that I spelled the word there wrong on this sheet, but I want you to know that I know it. Okay? Good. I'm glad you it pisses me off when other people make mistakes on there, and I did it here, and it was mm-hmm. careless. That's fine. Okay? Good. I want you to cane me I'm during not, the break. I don't want to cane you. I want you to Singapore cane my I don't ass. Want to, <laughs> Ted, you go ahead. I'm I'm going to stay out of it. I don't need to do that. I'm all in, man. Okay, good. Oh, Teddy's already Ted's, got the Ted's kendo like, stick over there. I thought you'd never ask. Well, who is that? Carlos Baerga in there? Uh-huh. Calvin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Look out for a crash on James Road at Brownlee Avenue. Another crash on Wilson Road north of West Broad Street. And you have some slow traffic on U.S. 33 eastbound between Refugee Road and Gender Road. This report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson. Now hiring. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the week. 
is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Gary Dulac hmm? of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Hmm. He covers the Stellars. He was asked this question during a chat on Wednesday. Is there bad blood between the Steelers and Big Ben with how his career ended? Was he ready to retire? Or was it a Troy Palomalu type situation where he was forced into it? Dulac replied, I would say it's very safe, very, very safe to assume that. Assume, wait, assume. Assume asked, that there is bad two blood. Things. Oh, okay. That's how I read that. Um, maybe there is. I don't know. Nobody likes to be told that we're finished with you and you should be finished with everything. But I don't think there is anybody on this planet with one eye, let alone two, that looked at Ben Roethlisberger at the at last season at any point, forget about the end of the season, and, st- and said, there's still good football in there. I, I would be shocked if you did. I saw a majority of Steelers fans who, while they were you know, probably fans of his over his career and all of that, most Steelers fans, I think, by the end, acknowledged you can do a lot better at quarterback. I didn't see today. any. I didn't see any that said you got to bring this guy back. No, I didn't see any Steeler fans who did that. That's not to say that they weren't grateful for what he's accomplished, and you can reflect back on his career and, and say that he's a Hall of Famer. He is, whether you like him personally or not. He's a Hall of Famer for that franchise, and he's a Hall of Famer for every franchise. But it was time for him to go. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. <sighs> He felt like there's bad there's bad blood between him and the steel. Good, by the way. I'm let those two have bunches of drama all over the next I don't know ten years. Because I, if you've forgotten, Big Ben had a lot of drama with Finley where he grew up, right? If I'm not mistaken, he had a lot of issues there. He, he buried the hatchet, though, right? Yes, because we're told he's a changed man. I'd like it if then they could have another like ten years of all the you know drama that he used to have with his hometown. If that could just transfer to Pittsburgh and Steelers, I think that would be hilarious. Even though now he's a changed man, he's a different guy. He's so much better. He's more grounded. And then if he still is like actually this petulant guy that everyone thought he was, I'd I'd really enjoy that. The Kansas City Chiefs made history when their schedule was released last night. They opened with eight straight opponents who had winning records last season. That has never happened before. Here's their schedule. Week one at the Cardinals. Cardinals were 11 and 6 last year. Mm-hmm. Week 2 host the Chargers. They were 9 and 8. And everybody loves the Chargers again. Week 3 at the Colts. They were 9 and 8. Week 4 at Tampa Bay. They were 13 and 4. Week 5 hosting the Raiders. They were 10 and 7. Week 6 hosting the Bills. They were 11 and 6. And this year they will be 17 and 0 if you read the national people. <laughs> Week 7 at the 49ers. They were 10 and 7. Week 8, they had a bye, or have a bye. And week 9, home against the Titans, they were 12-5. and five. That's a tough schedule that right is, there, man. That's, that's quite a bit of winning football you got to go up against early on in the season. I'm surprised the NFL let that happen, but my guess is that they would say, you should have seen all the other scenarios we had to deal with, and this was the best we could do. Some Somewhere along the line, someone was just going to get a pretty tough road. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's just the nature of all those teams already being set out. How do you put them in the right order so it's not overwhelming for one particular team? But it's bound to happen that you're going to have one that it just doesn't work out for perfectly. Well, it's your division. It's who you're scheduled to play the other division, right? Who your NFC opponent is. 
yeah. that year. I mean, a lot of that stuff is set in stone, but they're also a first place team, so they're playing a first place schedule. Of course, you're gonna. I'm just saying, if all of those don't stack up so much in the first part of the season, that's also a bit of a problem. Did you see, by the way, what the Seahawks did yesterday with this? The Seahawks? Yeah, not no. not with this schedule. I'm saying what they did with the schedules in general, with their schedule. No, they told the players. I guess they did this a day or two ago, prior to when the schedule was supposed to be released. They broke out a fake schedule with you know all the same teams that would be on the actual schedule. But they started circulating it around the players and then did hidden camera videos to get the reactions of the players oh, looking at the bad schedule. Hilarious. So they, put come in, out? they put in multiple road holiday games, four straight road games, and no buy after their game in Germany. And so they're, they're showing the players, like, look at this schedule. And it's very interesting to watch the NFL players who... I am sure if you caught them at a microphone in a press conference and said, what do you think of that schedule? If that was the real schedule, they would have said, Hey man, next man up. We got to go. We got to fight. We got to be tough. We can't get over, you know, privately though. They were not pleased. They were not at all. They they also hand all the players an eight by 10 of drew lock said, this is your real quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) What did they say about that? Right. Is they're going to all say like, Oh, drew locks. Great. We, We feel like we can win with him. This is great. But they, it was it was interesting to watch the players actually react the way humans would react when you get some adversity. They looked at that schedule and said, I mean, there were a lot of guys who just looked at the schedule, rolled their eyes and said, that's BS. They were blaming Roger Goodell. They were very much not happy about the schedule. That ended up not being real, but it's still funny to me to watch these guys who usually are, they're on their guard. They will never let you think, they're ticked off about a situation like that. So it was it was quite a funny video if you go watch it. They they did a good job with it. Probably wouldn't have been funny though if one guy was so mad he murdered the social media guy. That would <laughs> when he said, Hey, just kidding. Just joking Here's around. Here's the real schedule. And that then that guy be, didn't take the joke. That wouldn't be good. Although you were telling me, you and Teddy were telling me that you spent your evenings last night watching the uh, schedule release videos. You said that Several teams had some good videos, including the Chargers had a good video. Chargers, uh, among other teams, Lions did this too. They all had their special videos that came out. The Chargers did one that was all anime, which was a very interesting thing. But they, they both, the Lions and the Chargers, took shots at Jacksonville specifically for Urban Meyer. Which, hey man, that's, I don't blame them. Like, the, the Chargers went after everyone in their video. How did the Chargers do it? They had, so each, each, this was like an, an anime trailer is what it looked like. So they would cut to different scenes from this supposed anime movie that's not real, but they had cartoon figures in it. And when they cut any, so each one they cut to was another little quick scene that represented, you know, week one, week two, et cetera. Whoever they're playing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Whoever their opponent is. So when they get to the Jags, they have just a Jaguar head on a human body that's dressed a lot like Urban Meyer was dressed when he was at the pint house butt cracky massage yeah where he's sitting and he's sitting in a bar on a stool and you just see the jaguar headed person sitting there kind of with his head down and there's a recording light on on what's looking like a camera and that's all you see they don't go any further than that obviously but it was indicated quite clearly who they were making fun of they also did one in that same video where they showed for their cardinals matchup they had Kyler Murray, and then they had him deleting his Instagram, which I thought I was see. all right, hilarious. So they're going after things that are in, you know, that are well known that people are are seeing this off season. But what did they do for the Browns? <laughs> the Browns one, they had just 
a slide with like a rainbow on it that said, due to our lawyer's insistence, we have deleted this scene. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, I'm sure they didn't actually have anything there, but it was That's quite clear they were making fun of the Browns for uh, things that are still in the legal process. Put it that way. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Look out for a crash on James Road at Brownlee Avenue and another crash on Wilson Road north of West Broad Street. Some slow traffic on US 33 eastbound between Refugee Road and Gender Road and some more slow traffic on southbound 71 between 11th Avenue and East Broad. This report is sponsored by Audible. This spring, let Audible bring a smile with comedy, sci-fi, thrillers, or whatever you love listening to. From audiobooks to exclusive originals to podcasts, find it all on Audible. Sign up and start free at audible.com. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Are you ready? I am ready. Curtis says, my guys. My tool of the week is the guy who was trying to cross three lanes of traffic on Renner Road by Hilliard Rome at 5 o'clock and caused everyone behind him to be stuck until he could turn. Don't do that. Don't be that. Go directly to yeah. jail. Yeah, forever. you gotta. You just got to keep going until it makes sense to turn around and then go back. Sorry, that's how it works. Disco Deacon says, my guys. Sexy time. The tool of the week are the Dildaroonies who fell for the NFL schedule leaks, especially our fallen comrades with blue check marks. Well, yeah, got a lot of people yesterday with the uh, fake Twitter leaks. That's why you and I don't do any actual real sports news on this show, because if we did, we probably would have fallen for it, too. Chip Dip says, my guys. Chimdi Chiqua. My tool of the week is Degenerate T-Bone's wife for her spelling of gray. Spelling it with an E is traditionally a British thing. Does she spell color and favorite with a U? Why does she hate America? Also, my cool of the week is the Chargers anime schedule release video. So cool. It is cool. I didn't know we were doing that. Cool, but that's well, fine. I, I just read what he said. I know. That's a that's an interesting I idea. I read what he said. Mm-hmm. T-Bone's nature account says, oh, my guys. I'm a man. I'm 40. My tool of the week is my sister-in-law who accidentally hit my windshield and cracked it with a golf club because she let go as she was swinging. Oh, no. Don't do and that. Your sister-in-law is Tiger Woods' ex-wife, whose name I have forgotten. What uh, is her name? Ellen Nordigan? Elin. Elin Nordigan. Elin, that's, Elin right. that's right. Not Ellen. Oh, sorry. Tress's wife is Ellen. No, I just... <laughs> I was. I got the She's pronunciation also known wrong. To just track him down. Swedish, I believe. <laughs> Who is Elin? Yeah. Okay. What did you say she was? I didn't say anything. Not, I was saying. Yeah, it's not oh, Ellen. It's oh, Elin. Well, whatever. I'm just saying. I, he didn't know anything. I got ninety percent of the way there. Roped into this. 
Uh, Travis says, my tool of the week is myself. I bought tickets for my son and I to go to the Browns game in Buffalo. Forgot to ask the wife if she wanted to go. Guess who's in the doghouse? Oh, yeah. Sorry that's about not that, good. Travis. Yeah, you got to check. Uh, Nick says, my guys. Oh, listen to me. My tool of the week is the flag football coach for the team we played Sunday that loudly yelled, time to eat. Ooh. Three times before each possession. Okay. These kids are 10 years old, and it's flag football. Bring it down a notch, champ. Maybe mix in a let's go or good job a few times. You know what? That's a great message for the weekend. I'm sure there's a lot of parents who are going to go out to some youth sports ball fields this weekend, be it baseball or soccer or whatever you're into. You can be the parent who only says positive things. Like, just... Try it one week and see how many other people are not doing it, and you will stand out like a sore thumb. That's right. Go out there and just do a couple. boy. hey, good job. Hey, let's go. Keep your head up. Like, that's that's what we want this weekend. That's the energy we're looking for. Uh, what is? How do I? I always pronounce this the wrong epitome. way. Is it epitome? Yeah, that's how epitome is spelled. I thought you yelled at me last time. No. I- I think you were like E. Python. No, I did not say that. Epitome of stupidity. <laughs> oh podcast man, E. Python says, <laughs> "E. Python, eat my Python." Sounds <laughs> dirty, my guys. Oh yeah. My tool of the week is anyone who doesn't like Jeff Booth, otherwise known as the Boothinator. Hey, we we, we like Jeff Booth, the Boothinator. <laughs> who, who named him that? I don't know, but that's his name now, the Boothinator. Jackson says, my tool is common man and T-bone for cutting back on the dip and chip usage. It must be done every time. That's, that's exactly right. I didn't know we I were... I felt like it, it'd I didn't be know we overkill were slipping. if we did it all the time. Well, maybe in a segment where we've said, like, well, first off, he's a chip off the old block, and these chips are really good, and I put him in some dip. And by the way, I got to buy the dip. And then you just, like, keep saying it. And you feel like, all right, I said it like six times this segment. Do I have to keep saying it? But apparently, yes, we do. And that's fine. Uh, Pleasure Sauce says, my guys. Would you like to touch my monkey? (laughs) My tool of the week is that Chud Timmy Hall. We have three seasons here. Ice, rain, and steam. We get maybe four to six weeks of warm, sunny days without humidity. Quit your bitching when it's sunny. Join the Navy and volunteer for submarine duty. Wow. And Pleasure Sauce going strong in the hole. I like how Timmy... Got the heat on that one when you also were like I did not say happy. It. I did yet, say it. This is what his. Th- I swear to you, this is your magic power. Is that whenever Mike says something that it's like, man, that's really angry. Everyone's like, yeah, T Bone, what a jerk you are. And it's like I didn't say it. He said it. I was just sitting here. I get blamed for it, or Timmy got blamed for it in this case, but you said it too. Meat sweats, says my guy. Go to hell. <laughs> my tool of the week is my lawnmower. Just as it dries out and summer starts, it takes a crap on me. But on the bright side, I get to relax in the AC until it gets fixed. Wrong. That mf breaks the next day. Wow. And is my second tool of the week. I'll be peeling my sack off the couch for a week. Man, meat sweats. I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. I also, I just laughed because it hit me that my career choices and i'm glad of it have led me to a place where i'm like yeah common man needs to get some flack for what he said and then you just calmly transition to meat sweat what do you want me to say it's it's just say it's just where we are and i enjoy that we have like normal conversations and then you're going to read another absurd name and it cracks me up and i love it 
Urban's Little Myers says, my tool of the week were the two guys in the stall next to me today at Taco Bell. They walked in and noticed only only one (laughs) stall was free. So so one of them said, looks like we got to do the double dude poop loose. No, they did not. Needless to say, one of them had (laughs) bad aim and caused a mess. That did not happen. And not just on the floor. Is Abby, like, making fake handles now? Is that what's going on? I see right through your double game, Abby. Poop-loosh. I think Abby's the only one who tweets in the double dude poop stuff, but she just uses other burner accounts. She's Steven- like Kevin Durant of our Tool of the Week. Steven Stamkos says, my guys. <laughs> my Tool of the Week is whoever's in charge of ticket pricing for this OSU Notre Dame game. About to double poop luge. <laughs> Abby's just got all these accounts. This has got to be her again. About, about double poop luge myself when I saw the prices on Ticketmaster. Maybe it's just market price, but 580 bucks plus to roast in the sun on C-Deck? Seriously, who is buying hey, this? Man, someone's buying it. Someone's buying it, and they're going to go, and they're going to roast. By the way... You know that the number one selling anything we would make is if we made a shirt, sticker, anything double that dude said poop double, douche, double dude poosh, poop luge. That's who I can't even say double it. Double dude poop luge. Let me tell you. <laughs> right now, I will tell you, you need to start. I, there's no way we're going to get this made, but Platinum Fox will be the one you have to like get this passed. He'll, he's the one who has to approve it, so... Send your complaint emails to him if you want this to be made into a shirt. David says, my guys. It's a game of inches, ask the Cox. My tool of the week is my father-in-law, Blake. This guy goes on vacation, and instead of drinking mass amounts of beers by the pool with me, he'll read a book in bed by himself. You'd think he was older since he's my father-in-law, but we're the same age. Well, how about a humble brag for you, David? Yeah, With your hot young wife. Apparently. How about that? That's that's a very interesting dynamic. But you're you're still acting like a young person, and that guy maybe is acting like an old guy who's just up in the bed chilling out on vacation. It's weird. David says my tool of the week is Wednesday golf leagues because of you guys. I can't find a tee time within fifty miles after work. Take up bowling or something. There you go. Good call, David. Cooch and Gooch say my guys. Oh, Bobby. Ooh, oh, happened there. I don't Had know. Connection on the Ooh. private jet. My tools of the week are the drivers in Columbus. Driving isn't hard. You yield to the left at roundabouts. You go at least the speed limit. Mm -hmm. And you have a car, not a horse and buggy. It shouldn't take an entire minute to turn, turn, dumbasses. I hate people, GTH. Me too, Cooch and Gooch. I don't know why people forget that when you drive. Like, there are other people on this road. If you were by yourself, you can take as long as you want. But if you don't know how to make a turn in a reasonable amount of time... Yes, we're going to honk at you. Uh, what do we got? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, are you all right over there, Rothman? No, I'm just trying. Like a door I only opening. have time for one more, so I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do. Sound like an attic door creeping open. All right, fine. I'm done. You have Go any ahead. more? No, just pick one. Uh, let's see. So many good ones today. I feel like I'm going to have to go with... I'm trying to find the one. Oh, Jackson, who called us out on our not using dip and chip. Jackson, you're right. Sorry we looked over that and we messed up. So that's on us. She came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that. Jackson gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store. 
located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash on southbound 270 as you approach I-70 on the east side. Reportedly, it's blocking a lane. And you have slow traffic on U.S. 33 eastbound between Refugee Road and Gender Road. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, dressed in golf gear again. Your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, you guys. Are you playing this weekend at least? Yes, I'm playing this All weekend. Right, and you, you you gave me some crap. You gave me some must be nice for leaving the office and going to get a Slim Jim. Well, you just left for two hours and walked back in with a big Slim Jim with nothing to share. I, I actually did some team building with Triple H. I might work with Triple H later this summer. Who knows? We might have him on the Buckeye show team a little bit. Building. What does that you, mean? What would you do? We went and caught a quick nine at a par three course wow. close by. Oh. Must be nice. Yeah. Long are yeah. you sure you're not a salesperson? Because <laughs> hey, it's that's what they do. Yeah, yeah, it's happy hour Friday. You got to be on the link somewhere. No, we went over to Wilson Road about five minutes from here. Yeah. It's, an, it's not a par three course. In the golf world, we call that an executive course because it does have three par threes. All the rest are par. Sorry, it has three par fours. And then the other All six the are rest par, are par sorry, I fell asleep. I don't know what the hell <laughs> you you're just talking had, you just about. Had it's math. a par 30. It's a par 30. I got you. Usually yeah. it's a par 35 or a par 36 for a championship 18-hole course. I see. There's gotcha. only nine holes. There's no 18 to play. Yeah, right on. So it's just a, it's made for this. It's made yes, for a quick took, round. took us an hour. Oh, yeah. that's even better. Yeah, right. no, it's fine. It's fine. Beat his ass, got back here to the office. <laughs> look at, look at, I had to throw that to in there, didn't look you? you. Ah, look at me. <laughs> Winning all these times I play golf, I just got to throw it out there. It's like, yeah. So you know what I appreciate? It's not really, it's not the, really fair, I though, appreciate right? the casualness of that. Yeah. Was, yeah, beat his ass, as you do. Team building, we got together, we learned how to like work together. I kicked the crap out of this kid. And then anyway, like he's terrible. Oh, he can't play. Like you're just throwing him under the bus as you're building team Oh, he could he could take it. He's a good guy. You know what's a good way to do team building? You know what's a good thing to do? What's that? Tell me. Double dude poop luge. (laughs) The double dude poop luge. Now are you familiar with that concept? Is that just what it sounds like? Dude, um, one dude sits one on the, on the sits on pod. the on the pod. The other guy sits on his lap, I think, and you're both going. I think, I think we've got what, to quit why? saying sit on his why lap. Not? I think it's both of them are sharing the bowl. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot. No, of, I don't think dude, so. I don't. Is, is the bowl at least elongated? I think it's an elongated. Your bowl. choice, man. Got to sit on an elongated bowl. You want to ski black diamonds or go down the buddy slope? <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, right, it depends on how skilled you are at the, the green. Depends Round on bowl right. is the black it depends. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how how fat we're not well, going, also, not going comfort is, height. None of that. Also to be, I mean, you could you could have elongated bowl, but just have two really big dudes on the luge, right? I mean, it might be an oversized luge that you got, and then it's really it's still a black diamond in that point. Did this start from a back page story? I don't know where no, it this, started, man. this started from yeah. a. I believe that was. Didn't we have a listener start that? I don't know. I thought, well, we have one listener that always puts it in the well, tool yeah. of the week. Probably Tim is. and I had started the double dude. The dude luge, stack. Or the That's dude called stack. the dude stack. The dude stack. Because the, the losers are stacked. It's dude stacked on top of dude. Yeah. The yeah. And then Abby is the one. Yeah, the listener. The listener said, Abby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Abby right. suggested a double dude poop. We got some cool yeah. listeners, Timmy. Yeah, we got Tim. some cool chicks that she, listen to this she show. She is cool, and she's, she's one of the most hardcore listeners of the last... However many years I've been here. Right, what's coming yeah. up on the Buckeye Show? We don't have time for this nonsense. Some uh, beers and Buckeyes with our bearded friend Patrick Murphy tonight at 6.33. We, we've been doing a lot of Buckeye superlatives all week long. We're going to go into Tyvis and I. He's with us again tonight. Some of our best single game performances in Ohio State history. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. <laughs> The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, Christopher Walken has been announced as joining the cast of Timothy Chalamet. Zendaya also is a part of this. Dune Part 2. They already made Part 1. It's How been out. How old is Christopher Walken? Uh, good 74. question. No way. Over. I'm going to say 80. Actually, you know what? It doesn't say in the article. I'll double check. But uh, yeah, he's going to be joining that. Did you watch Dune, Timmy? I know no, Mike did not. No, it's a movie on HBO Max, right? Yes, it's a yes. Movie. It was a it was a book not yet. that yeah they adapted, brought to the screen. And by the way, what was the age? Guess for walking. I said seventy four, seventy nine. Yeah. All right, you said eighty. I said eighty. All right, good for no, you. I anyway, Walken will join. Like I said, Chalamet, Zendaya, Austin Butler, and Florence. Pew! I don't know who any of these people are. Florence Pugh will be also in that movie, so you can go watch that. They're Does great. Austin Butler cover the Buckeyes? <laughs> that's no, that's a different guy. And Kevin no. Butler, yeah, Bears, Bears kicker, Kevin Bad Butler, kicker. Right. good kicker, pretty good. In, in, yeah, he had good. his moments. Yeah. yeah, better than Parky. Uh, and so I don't know if you, I don't know. We're going to switch gears and talk about space. Did you see the uh, the picture of the Milky Way monster that they are talking about with the, the black new, hole? The black hole that yes, is I out did. there. Known as Sagittarius A, this object, this black hole, is four million times the mass of our sun. Mm. Uh, it is, you know, part of that's our galaxy. Big. It's, I mean, big. that's. Think about how big that has to be, and that's part of our galaxy. Huge. Uh, so anyway, they say that this thing is roughly forty million miles across. It is twenty five thousand light years in Man. distance away from us. That's so like twice the size of Texas. Pretty yeah, big. I don't that's know if it's right. that big though, Timmy. It's it's pretty big. Maybe anyway, Greenland. Yeah, so uh they have photos of this now. You can go check them out. They're still kind of blurry, but it's at least neat to be able to see that we can get all that way and see a little bit of a blur of what has to be one of the most ridiculous things to exist in our universe, the black hole. Always weird for anybody who's ever like read about that or if you study it, it is bizarre. They are hard to comprehend in my mind. Uh this is also hard to comprehend. Married with Children is coming back with the original cast, but it's going to be an animated series. Mm. It hasn't yet found a home, but they say stars Katie Seg- Katie Segal, Ed O'Neill, Christina Applegate, and David Faustino have all said they're in. 
this is going to be animated and all the streaming companies are interested in doing this. They're bidding on it right now, and apparently they've got quite a bit of interest. Sony Pictures has picked it up and said, we will help distribute it to one of these places. So it's going to get made, and I don't know if that'll work, but it's an interesting idea. Buckeye Show is coming up next. I think we have NBA at 8 o'clock, right? Yeah, we do. What's on after that? You know. I don't know. little thing called, you'll see. Double Dude Poop Luge? Followed by a midnight edition <laughs> of Perverted. Oh, little Friday night, Saturday morning action. He takes you just on a wide-ranging, must-be-nice excursion. Mm -hmm. To the black hole? Is that where you're going? Black hole, son. Right, going right to the center of the universe. From the bedroom to the black hole. I see. All the way to space and back. That's right. Mm -hmm. A voyage. A voyage. With David Bowie playing. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. In full makeup, David Bowie. Mm Mm-hmm. Full makeup. Just the acoustic guitar going, dan, 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 dan. just that. <laughs> I'm glad we did yeah, that. Have a good weekend. We'll see you. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash on southbound 270 as you approach I-70. It is reportedly blocking a lane, and it's on the east side. You also have a crash on eastbound US-33 after 270 blocking the left lane. And look out for slow traffic on 71 northbound between Polaris Parkway and US-36. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessig. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessig are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. From Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right, I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah, for almost twenty years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey, I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And 
So Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt I think on you it. Should. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. Thanks. You, you would. I, you would look like a total I mean, clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just <laughs> saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's, I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is, you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing, that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine want, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. right I now don't, <laughs> i don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.